Hello and welcome to Fresh Face Comics, the comic book podcast for a lifelong comic book reader, guides his friend through the world of comics for the first time. My name is Joey Morgan, the aforementioned co- lifelong comic book reader. With me as always is Jacob Licklider, the aforementioned newbie. It's our 10th episode, guys. It is our 10th, ten- well, our official 10th episode. Our official 10th. Um, that's a bonus. This is the first, this is, we hit double digits officially. Yeah. We did, yeah, yeah. This was this is officially episode ten of Fresh Face Comics. We're talking about uh, Superman Doomsday today, not the animated movie. Um, if you if you want our thoughts on that, watch last episode. Watch last um, episode. We have we have plenty of thoughts. We have uh, thoughts. We have thoughts. Um, but uh, no, we're talking about the collection Superman Doomsday, finishing off our 2016 editions of the Death of Superman. Even though this isn't technically part of Death of Superman, it's it's a nice little add on to the end. It's, it's two um, sequels, basically. Two, yeah, two sequels. Um, if you've read the miniseries, it's it's Hunter Prey, the Doomsday Wars, and plus the Doomsday Annuals, or aka Doomsday Year One, if you want to call it that, because you know everyone everyone has to have a fucking Year One. Um, Even though like this doesn't really describe a Year One type story. I mean, it it technically does. It's his. It's yeah. I guess, I don't know. I don't um. Know. Anyway, so Super and Doomsday is mostly written by Dan Jurgens, but also has stories by Jerry Ordway, Louis Simonson, and Roger Stern. We know these names very well um before it'll we be into... it'll be so nice next episode just to have a different name <laughs> yeah. as headliner but also a name you're familiar with oh, oh. Ooh, ooh. I, I, <laughs> for those who aren't aware i've been hyping up episode 11 and 12 for jacob for a long time because he's known what episodes uh six through ten were gonna be I... like way ahead of time so just... there's been no there's been no surprise there's for him no surprise it's like <laughs> we're doing the death of superman it's so five just... books we have so just, five episodes. Yeah. So just to finally have some new things on the horizon is nice. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're talking about Super and Doomsday today. Before we get into today's episode, as always, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Uh, we've been doing really well uh, so far. This really means a lot that you guys are into what we're doing here. Uh, as always, if you want to show your support, you could uh, subscribe and leave a rating to us where, uh, wherever you're listening to us or watching us. Um, be sure to subscribe. Can't fucking speak today. Be sure to subscribe to the Blood Donut Studios YouTube channel uh, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff over there right now we started tier lists and things like that so just go check us out um by the time this episode comes out i've been doing it for a few weeks now but um go check it out it's yeah, there once again we're still recording in advance because i'm gonna need a week off in march <laughs> yeah yeah so um but hey uh, we're finally almost there so we'll, we'll finally be like more in tune with the listeners soon so that's very nice. soon yes so um I think the best way to do non-spoiler section here is just to cover the three sections of this book in the non-spoiler yes. section and then move into it bit by bit. Yeah, that, that's, that's what my thought. Um, um, so tell me about Superman Doomsday Hunter Prey first, Jacob. What, what, so, what, what, what is this about? So this one is like the immediate sequel. Now, it's all the two miniseries are both only three issues. They're, now, they're, they're, they're like double length issues. They're like annual size, yeah. Yeah, their annual size are like 50 pages each issue. But it's still three issues. And um, Hunter Prey essentially explores, like, basically picking up on that plot thread from Rain with the cyborg throwing Doomsday into space. Um, I don't necessarily want to spoil all everything that appears here. Um but it's definitely it's it's action packed. It's Jan Jurgens writing, and Jurgens is kind of using it to explore Clark Kent's psyche post his death and return. Um, 
However, there's a decent stretch in the middle where we aren't exploring the psyche and we're trying to give some more depth to Doomsday. Uh, and yeah, yeah, there, there are like, I think what, what the series really is about for me, it, it's, it's about, it's about Clark. Like it's about Clark as a character. Like it, it's, it's following on from that plot line from rain where, yeah, like you said, like where, where cyborg throws doomsday into space. Um, but also I think it's, it's really about, it's, it's about Clark as a character, like what, what he is going through post return of Superman. Yes. You know, we dealt with a lot of that, that in the last couple issues of the return of Superman volume, but here we're, um, we're taking that to like, what are the long-term effects of this? Superman yeah, literally, he literally died. He literally let's... died. How does that affect him? Not uh, mentally, really. Um, so, I, I, and and having Dan Jurgens be the guy to like you know, take this on, I think is is really is a really smart move. He's he's the guy that brought a lot of the heart and soul to the, the main arc, and uh, and it's very nice because he's doing he's doing the art as well, um, basically mm-hmm. for for everything but the annual. Um, yeah, for both miniseries. Yeah. The yeah. annual, I think he he does art for like one. St- he does like one story, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what is really cool about this, though, actually, is um, how these three segments were published. Uh, Hunter Prey was published in 94. Uh, the Doomsday Annual was published in 95. And Doomsday Wars was, was published in 98. So it's this interesting era of comics where you see, even though a lot of it's by the same uh, writer and artist, you see the evolution of comics here. Like, like, like I think this is where you could really, really see like a collection like this is where you can find the evolution of comic art and writing from like, like from the eighties and nineties to what we know today. I think you can really, really chronicle that here. I think it's a really interesting thing to see. Yeah. Most, most definitely. Like I know, I know I love the art, especially in Doomsday Wars. Like yeah, that art Do- Doomsday just... War has some really great art, and, and it honestly, was... like for for a late '90s series, the art looks very modern. I'd say it's very modern. Um, interestingly, despite a couple of things here and there, it, the entire collection wasn't as '90s edged as I was expecting. It's um, not. It's really not. Like, um, I, I'd, say the, I'd say the closest you get is probably Hunter Prey. Yeah, Hunter Hunter Prey gets close, and that might although, be part... although although the very crux of of Doomsday Wars, I would say, like like is 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 a very nineties idea. It's a very nine. It's a very nineties idea, but it never gets it never gets that bad. It, it, that might be partially why I prefer Doomsday Wars to Hunter Prey, because um, that's. Like that's that's sort of what happened is is that Doomsday I I preferred Doomsday Wars partially because I think it's just slightly t- a little tighter of a story, and I think that it it does a good job of of getting into Clark's psyche about who Clark Kent is, um, and still even with yeah, and bringing back Doomsday um, for essentially the second time the mm-hmm. the annual doesn't really bring back Doomsday it feels more like it's. Yeah, I, I mean, I, well, let's move into that now for the non-spoiler section. Uh, the Doomsday Annual, Annual Doomsday Year the One. Year One. Um, it's it's these collection. It's this collection of like like a, what is it? Four, three or four smaller Five, stories. Like three stories and then two, then a two-part framing device. Yeah. Um. um uh, it, it's it's literally Doom. Uh, Superman talks to these uh, guys on Earth and says, "Ah, but little do you know where Doomsday comes from." And we just tell these stories of Doomsday's first rampage through the universe. And honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really enjoy the annual. Um, uh, I like. I, I really did like one story in the annual. But that's yeah. I I didn't see. I didn't quite have the connection to that story that I think I might have needed. Uh, mm, 
I get. Yeah, yeah. There is one thing in it that you do. Yeah, you it's. Know I mean, it was the the story you're talking about was fun, but like over. I'm just even just talking about the annual overall. It's it's weak. Um, like like it's it's nice to see Jerry Ordway writing a, a story again for, for yeah, sort especially because because we, we missed out on him for the last two volumes of, of yeah the previous collections. Uh, but it's it's a matter of. This one feels like the editors were like, you need to do, you, you, you four need to make us a doomsday thing because Death of Superman sold really well and Jurgens' previous miniseries sold really well. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and Dan Jurgens is great. He's definitely the guy to take this on and he does really well with the material, yeah. I'd say. But yeah, um, but, it's, it's, but it's very much, it's, it's, it's not cohesive. It's not. Honestly, it's not that interesting, partially because they try to make Doomsday the main character, and, um... Doomsday isn't really a character. <laughs> he's not... He's not uh, main it, character the, 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 the idea, I mean, yeah, what, what made Doomsday the unstoppable force that he was is the fact that he's uh, literally just an unstoppable force. That's what makes him the one thing in the universe that could kill Superman, because it's... It's it's not an intelligent enemy. It's not someone who could outthink Superman. Um, it's just this horrible brute force. And why does he need a fifty-page annual all to himself? Yeah, he, um, um, it's. I think it's it's it sounds like popularity. I did do some looking into like why because I was just curious. Apparently, every annual in nineteen ninety five was a year one annual. Oh God! Of course it was. Of course. Of course. Of course it was. Yeah, so this is interesting that that's happened with the annuals twice in this series of five episodes. (laughs) Well, they used to theme annuals. They don't really do it anymore. Nowadays, well, actually, they only just did it recently. um, DC, that is. Um, They only just recently did it again, where they just dropped all the fucking annuals for every series in the same fucking month. Really? Here's, like here, here's the thing. The standard going price for comics nowadays is about $2.95, $3.95 for a single issue. And that's pretty standard. It's and, that's not that's not in today's climate, that's not a bad price for yeah. Um for an, of, an annual is typically five five ninety-nine. Um nowadays. Uh and I I can't I see I I get that price. That price makes usually, sense. Usually how it should go is an annual should release when a series hits its its anniversary, when, when it hits its year mark of, of going. Uh, you get typically 12, 13 issues in, okay, here, 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 here's an annual. Um, they This year, this past year, they just decided to drop them all in, in December. Like, That's... every single fucking one of them in December. <laughs> how many How many was that? A lot. A lot? Way, like... way too many. Um, they even did some annuals for series that like aren't even currently going. Like there was a Justice Justice League Dark annual. There's no current Justice League Dark uh, series. There's a backup story going on in the Justice League title that I'm reading for Justice League Dark, but they don't have their own title. They got an annual though. That's a lot. Like, but but, but I digress. Anyway, yeah. uh, you can you so, can see our issues. I, with I, DC I can I can complain annuals. all day. I can complain all day, uh, but uh. Non-spoiler thoughts on Doomsday Wars. This is one I I really liked. Um, mostly, it's got one. I think kind I think of, the la- I think the I think the last issue kind of falls apart. Yeah, it falls apart a little bit. Um, again, it's Jurgens exploring Clark's psyche um, and doing some very interesting things with Jurgens realizing he can't just keep bringing Doomsday back. Like yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that it's clearly like, Doomsday's a moneymaker, bring him back. It's like, you can't... You can't do much with this character. Mm-hmm. So... N- needless to say, though, there is a reason that I'm sure you got in Doomsday Wars why I was really hoping that you would have started Superman the Animated Series before you read Doomsday Wars. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. I really wanted you to know who a certain character was. Luckily, so, luckily, I, I, I'm, I'm I, sure you just knew them through like cultural osmosis. But oh, like, I, didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. So I, no. I was like, no. I don't know who the hell this character is. <laughs> luckily, luckily, before recording, I had seen the first. I've seen the first three parter in. Um, yeah, so, so you, so you kind of get it. He comes so, back in a later episode, and he's 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 more important there. But man. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. I can't. I can't wait to talk about that and spoil it. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. But like, um, there is especially. I will say, there's one. Well, no, a couple of very edgy '90s panels in this one. Oh yeah, mainly they're whenever they're Aquaman much. shows up. Oh my god, yes. Because like, <laughs> I told you you would show up. I told you would see, you would see I, the hook hand. You yes. know, look, look. You told me. I don't think or, that's or, enough or, to or, actually. Or, or, pre- sorry, should I say the harpoon hand? Yeah, that doesn't really prepare you for. The edge, like uh, uh, the edge of ninety late nineties Aquaman, because it's, it's it is something to behold. <laughs> it is it is it is something to behold. Because well, let's let's be honest, the nineties just in media became a really dark and edgy time. Like, well, it's funny because we've hit a point in these collections where nineteen ninety eight is five years post death of Superman. Um, Death of Superman is is arguably the thing in comics that started all the edgy comic book shit. So we've kind of come full circle, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Doomsday Wars is doing the edgy shit because the '90s was edgy, but only because of Death of Superman. And the ed- and the '90s really didn't end until the mid 2000s. Yeah, because... yeah. Um, it, yeah. You, you don't you, you don't get an ed- end of the edge until like yeah, mid 2000s. 0405-ish, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's about the time when Jeff Johns grabs grabs comic books by the balls. <laughs> yeah, I'd, also, I'd also argue that the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies helped to draw some of the edge away yeah. just with their popularity. Yeah. Well, but then also, eh. Debatable. 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 Well, yeah. Because the Raimi films have some pretty damn dark moments. Yeah, yeah but it's not that gratuitous edge of this man literally has a harpoon for a hand. Uh, but yeah, I really I, I enjoyed both miniseries. You know, um, I enjoyed them both. They're both great. The annual, not so much. Um, right? I and Joey Joey's been giving me giving me crap for this. I think I prefer Doomsday Wars. Um, yeah, and and, and you're very wrong about that. We're gonna delve into why you're wrong about that. I think I think. I think part of it's also just the flashback sequences in Doomsday Wars are. I love the. Oh, oh, oh do you mean in Hunter Prey? No, no, in Doomsday Wars, I oh, like I like okay, gotcha. I like more than the good flashback sequences in Hunter Prey. Hunter Prey is not bad. I should... Hunter Prey is great, man. We we can agree the worst thing about Hunter Prey though is its covers. Yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. Uh, we've been praising the covers. Honestly, the covers in this volume all the way through, not great. No, not not amazing. They're. they're... It's... Mm honestly the only actually good cover is in this collection is for the doomsday annual which yeah. is the worst which is the worst issue of of this collection <laughs> so i swear i swear that's there, there's a connection something. there there's got to be a connection 
man. All right. Uh, um, I feel like it's time. Uh, yeah, let's get into spoilers. Shall we, shall we jump All into right. spoilers? Superman Doomsday, Hunter Prey, Book One. What a mouthful. I love these first two pages, or first three pages. Yes, um, yes. The first three pages are utterly... No, the first four pages are brilliant. It's... Oh, yeah. It's... I mean, like... Like, Clark Clark has PTSD. It's... he. We are equating this childhood fear of the dark that Clark had um, to a monster that literally killed him. It's so the this monster unknown. that killed him. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and Clark is reasonably certain that Doomsday is still out there. Yeah. Um, and, and that's something to be afraid of. It's giving him that same fear that he had as a child. It scares him, rightfully so. And and on the page layout, for basically everything up till about page 13, because um, 14 is when the flashbacks end and Clark Kent wakes up, because it's basically the first few pages of this is an extended dream sequence. Mm-hmm. One, the child, just the way that the first two pages are done with these six vertical panels, four of them, descending into it like into a nice stair really nice page design again uh, dan jurgens is a great artist yeah, uh, yeah and i love i love the way the fear is played um and you, you think oh okay you know nothing's it's you know he's he's just being afraid of the dark it's like nope he's he is traumatized like we flash back to the fight with him relieving the fight with doomsday um and, it, and, and it's 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 clearly not a flashback this is superman imagining this this happening to him again he has the mullet which by the way he keeps the mullet it's so great uh, how long did he keep the mullet the mullet feels like it's uh i'm not sure exactly which year it went away but it's gone by doomsday wars it's gone by doomsday wars but that's late 98 um but all the panels are outlined in red like yeah and it it, it 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 really gives you this this sense of dread that Clark has as well. Yeah. And um and then and then the the back of the page is washed white again when Clark finally wakes up. Um, it's just this constant fear that he has that you really feel, and it's it's super well written. I love it. Yeah. And sure enough, uh, a spaceship from Apocalypse, which. So that's Dark Side's like planet that he rules. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so this I'm really excited to talk about too. Actually, um, what did you know about Apocalypse and New Gods and Dark Side before? All I knew is that Dark Side was a big bad scary villain. Cool. That's, that's a, that. That's a good starting. That's point. <laughs> that's it. I'm sorry. Oh, and no, I know honestly, that in the end of the like, he's played by the Candyman. Honestly, though, like. So, Oh, actually, well, yeah, you had seen him in the Reign of the Superman animated yes. movie, but um, but also like. You have this here, but also like, like despite Hunter Prey being kind of continuity heavy, like it's a it's kind of a good introduction for Darkseid. Like I'm sure you weren't lost or anything. Yeah, I wasn't lost. Yeah. All you need to, I mean, all you really need to know for him is that he's big, he's scary, and he rules a planet. Mm-hmm. And he wants, I'm guessing, he wants to take over the universe or uh, so, something to that effect. Yeah, usually. <laughs> Um, uh but yeah so uh yeah so we have spaceship from apocalypse they find uh they find the asteroid with doomsday on the doomsday is strapped to because of cyborg superman um doomsday breaks off and he, he escapes he kills these guys um just again i love the threat of doomsday it's nice to have back you know it's it's, <laughs> we, it's, it's, we, it's like it's 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 very much the beginning of a horror movie yeah like we, we, we praised this a lot when we did the death of superman episode but uh but just doomsday's power sheer power is just something to behold i really love it it's it's always so well portrayed i think i think there's more blood in this comic too 
Um, probably because I, I don't see an approved by the Comics Code Authority sticker on mm-hmm. the issue. And uh, man, I you you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> you because this guy gets ripped in half. <laughs> ripped in, with this great schwip. Yeah, it's a schwip. I, I love Jurgens' use of onomatopoeia. Like, yeah, he's really great. At he's really good at doing that, and that that makes it fun. Um, but uh, you know, we go back to Metropolis. Then Lowe's kept that haircut as well. I, it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, nice. It's, it's um, nice. But Clark um, basically says, like, I have to go after Doomsday. I have to face my fear. I have to, I have to put this to rest. I'm never gonna be able to sleep at night until I until I, I actually go after him, and and I and I make sure that he's dead. And it's this great idea of you know, and almost is like the voice like no, the body's like the body's going out there, leave him there, and mm-hmm. it's fair. Like Lois doesn't want to see her hu- fiance slash husband if they're married by this point. Uh, still, still fiance at this point. Still fiance. It's only been yeah, I mean, it's only been about a year, a L- um, little less than a year. Yeah, yep. yeah. So doesn't want to see him dead again. Um, but we again, I love the transitions. Um, from place oh yeah, to place. yeah. I I love this two page spread here where you see just the work on Apocalypse, and then you see this guy's head come flying. Yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Um, another great spread then of just Doomsday wreaking havoc. So damn good. Um, Jurgens, I know we already praised it, but like he he really is one of those writer artists that is great at both. But he 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 knows how to do both. Yeah. Um, because you know, people it's like, right, we need to we basically we need to inform inform dark dark side that, you know, uh doomsday's on apocalypse. Um mm-hmm. in parallel with, with Clark and Lois saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interestingly, we haven't brought this up though. Um everyone on Apocalypse, everyone that that, that bows to Dark Side, uh knows who Doomsday is. Yes. Yes, which is interesting. Which which is interesting now now, like like it's I don't want to gloss over this. Like, like, we should talk about this. Like, this is the first time that Doomsday's origins are ever being explored. Yes. Um, I really love it. I love the way this is done, and uh, it's, it's just fascinating. Anyway, um, yeah, Doomsday. Uh, not Doomsday. <laughs> Clark says goodbye to Lois. He decides to go out. We got our first full page of Darkseid. Then, what do you think of Darkseid's design? I'm curious. It's very 19. Like, it feels very 70s. Like, uh, I believe, yeah, uh, 70s character, I believe. I want to say he was great yeah, in like, 70s. The blues, um, like, Circus does a good job of making it imposing um, and making making just the character work, uh, especially with uh, the fact that, you know, this this is, they're like, there's, a, there's some stuff later on, like, much later in the third issue that gets very 90s in its design, like... Mm. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, Joey. I know. I very much know. And um, I, it's, I mean, you'll he, have he, to you'll have to concede that that thing is dumb. That thing looks dumb and pretty, silly. Wait, we are talking about the same thing, right? The the, the one character redesigned. Yeah, the, the costume. It, yeah, it, it's it's coming up in a second here, so we could just talk about it now. Uh, Cyborg Superman is here. Um, yeah, Cyborg Superman. <laughs> you know what? I like it. I like the design. I I like the design. <laughs> I like it in a really like edgy, campy '90s way. It's uh, even like the fact that he has gr- Hank Henshaw has grown his own mullet. <laughs> he has grown his own mullet. He's all red. His, his even the metal of his of his exposed uh, metallic face is red. And it's, it's it's so great. I love it. I I I I don't see the camp appeal. Um, mainly because I don't think this comic's going for camp. 
Yeah, it's, it's going I mean, for kind I, it's, of very realism. Also, I mean, yeah. I'm glad that the cyborgs returning because you know, um, and I'm, I'm I like the way Jurgens plays with it. He Jurgens kind of implies that this that the real Hank Henshaw is now dead. Like mm-hmm. after so, all of this. Mm-hmm. But but it, interestingly, like I would say, like the cyborg ha- still has Hank's memories, and it's still it's, Hen- it's, it and, and, and it's, it's still Henshaw in a way. But like the physical body of Henshaw has has I, been. I would even say the original Henshaw is dead. Like yeah, yeah. It, it, like there's this uh, mainly something that happens later is that it, the cyborg wants to just be called the cyborg. Like it's lost any sort of human identity, um, which is really interesting. Uh, uh and okay so it's it's interesting because it's implying that the cyborg planned this like yeah when like we saw that doomsday was just found by chance by these guys from like, apocalypse that was by that was by <laughs> chance yeah uh, yeah uh you know and you have so you have uh i want to say dark side's head priest uh yeah, this is um Desad. Do you know Desad at all? No, no. Okay. Like... Um, oh no, that's right. You haven't seen. I thought I thought for a reason you saw Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah, he no, did that though. I haven't um, got. I haven't got. I will, but I haven't gotten around to it. It's yeah. Desad's like you know one of the right hands of of, of Dark Side. So, um, yeah, Desad's great. Um, so we go back to Superman here though. Before he goes out to find Doomsday, he goes to talk to the Linear Men. Which yeah. is a, a cool plot point to bring back from from funeral for a friend. Um, I love this. I love th- this. Is what really like sells this miniseries for me is is the inclusion of the, of the linear men. It's a, it's a um, really good way, and it's a really good way to set up the way that the the miniseries ends. Um, <laughs> especially especially with with the end the the solution. Um, I I don't entirely like. It feels like you know I need you to tell me all you need to know about Doomsday. It's like. Oh, we can't do that. It's like, just okay. Can we? This that feels like kind of padding. Like, I mean, mm, but well, no, no, not really, because Wave Rider still decides to help him out in the end anyway. In the end, but I, I it feels like padding. I feel like this should be where we should be getting Doomsday's backstory, and not so much later. If we if we move the backstory here, and then had issues two and three. Be Clark getting ready to fight and then fighting, it would have. I feel like structurally it would have worked better because it. And, and Jurgens almost lampshades this by you know saying sounds like a cop out to me, uh, you know, and it's but 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 uh, Wave Rider's the character's name right? Our, our yellow uh, man. Yeah, yeah, Wave Rider. Yep. Wave Rider. He's an interest. He's an interesting character, and he feels very much like a Jurgens creation. Like I'm not sure if Jurgens actually created him. Uh, maybe. Not sure. Maybe. Like, uh, well, because I know Jurgens created Booster Gold. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wave Rider, first appearance. Let's find out. Uh, let's see. Armageddon 2001. What, an, what a 90s name. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2001 is a DC title written by... <laughs> oh my God. by Dan Jurgens. Uh, yep, Dan Jurgens. Hot Dan. Dan Jurgens. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, a lot of this is Dan Jurgens. I mean, right, right down to Cyborg Superman's involvement because Jurgens was the main writer for Cyborg. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, which is which is telling. Um, and I mean, I'm glad again. I'm glad. I, I like what they do with evolving the Cyborg, despite I don't particularly like the red design. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But it's it's nice like, to, yeah, like his inclusion though, like makes sense. I would say. Yeah, but yeah, basically, uh, Superman then 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 you know it basically goes goes off. Um, yeah. We go to Apocalypse here again. Uh, I'm uh, I, I'm sure you don't know this. Uh, Darkseid and and the New Gods and all of them uh, they were created by Jack Kirby. So back on my comment from the Rain and Return episodes, when I said that I thought that the spaceship was Darkseid, and I said that the, the the spaceship looked very Jack Kirby, like that you could see where I was coming I can, from. There, I can see where um, you are coming from because if yeah, this is yeah. if this is an indication of Kirby's style. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like I mean, so like every every time, anytime anyone uses Darkseid or or Dasad or or any of the New Gods characters in anything, you know, it, it's it's very much because they're yeah. a huge fan of Jack Kirby and they just they love and respect the man so much. Yeah, um, um, yeah it's great. but Darkseid decides to make uh, to to uh, to take an active role, so he triggers dynamite with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind anytime. Yes, um, um, <laughs> that is that is all I could think of when I was looking at this panel. <laughs> Because because he, he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Because <laughs> he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Yes. All right. And they like um, th- these are dark sides. Uh, actually, Jacob, these are uh, dark sides omega beams. <laughs> oh, I see. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, a, a very new mistake. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. um, I will still refer to them as dynamite with a laser beam, guaranteed to blow your mind. Because let's always quoting Queen is always a good decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Especially um, I I I want your body. Um, <laughs> uh, bonus points if you can tell me what song that's from. Uh, anyway, so uh, so so he thinks that he can take out Doomsday. He sends Doomsday into this pile of rubble with his Omega beams, and it's, um, it's a great sequential art piece. And then he gets his ass kicked. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. And again, like, like 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 you gotta understand, like like Dark Darkseid has been defeated before in comics, not easily, of course. But the new dude's never had his had his ass handed to him quite like this before. Yeah. Um, Darkseid oh. is an unstoppable force, and Doomsday is the immovable object. Um, and Doomsday is still <laughs> laughing while he does it. Like, yeah, I, I gonna... kept, see, here's the thing: they keep the laughing. Why has no adapted version of Doomsday kept the laughing? <laughs> I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see if the audio drama version of Death and Return of Superman keeps oh, the oh, laughing. Yeah, so, that's right. We wanted to bring this up between. Uh, last episode in this one, we uh, we found out that there was an audio drama. Well, we knew there was an audio drama, but we I found did. It, it's... He did. What's up? You did, you knew I didn't. Oh, you didn't know it was a thing before. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know that oh, Dirk sure. Mags did an yeah, audio yeah. drama. Yeah, I knew it was a thing. I, I just didn't know it was, it was readily available to listen to anywhere. Um, yeah. Which which it is totally not available to listen, listen to, to for to. free on on YouTube. Uh, not at huh. all. Not at no, all. No, no, it is not. It's, it's totally not. not called Superman Doomsday and Beyond, uh, written by Louis Simonson. You totally cannot find it for free on YouTube. Uh, adapted by Dirk Mags. Yeah. Again, A.K.A. the guy that did The Sandman and four series of the Hitchhiker's radio drama. Who also uh, adapted Batman Nightfall. Yes. And another Superman arc, and Spider-Man, apparently. Apparently, Dirk Maggs does a lot of nerdy shit, and we love him for it. Yes, um, yes. But yeah, it's 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 a great fight. And then after you know after the fight, we see Maxima. I think. Yeah, it's Maxima. Yeah. Uh, wait. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. You, you jumped ahead a little bit. Or, I, or, didn't, I mean, you did. You didn't. But you're good. Um, I mean, I, there's not a whole lot of actual plot. It's more like oh. This is this is da- this is this is dangerous, and you know that's 
That's the plot. Um, um, so Desaad calls Earth just casually, which I like. Um, he calls Earth and asks for help, and and Superman's like, "What was that?" And Desaad's like, "Oh, uh, n- nothing, nothing. Uh, just gonna head out by Desaad out." He literally says Desaad out, um, <laughs> and, uh, and and sort of fucks off. So Superman catches on, of course. Um, he knows that Doomsday is on Apocalypse, so he's gonna head over to Apocalypse now. Um, just nice to see Maxima again, though. Yeah, she's yeah. I feel I feel like there's an interesting character arc with her that mm-hmm. you don't quite get to see when you're reading the stories. This entire yeah. like, like I feel like that's this other stuff that's going on because yeah, mm-hmm. um, but also it's like there's a these again there's a decent it feels like solving of Superman not knowing how to get to Apocalypse, uh, mm-hmm. which is it's interesting because would he have been there before at some point? Superman? Um, yeah. You know, maybe not. Maybe not directly to Apocalypse. Okay, because, yeah, it's... I'm not sure, actually. On, on, yeah, honestly. Um, I, I, I haven't read the pre-94 story where Superman goes to Apocalypse. Um, not, not many DC heroes have been to Apocalypse, honestly. Uh, it's, it's usually just like, you know, it's, it's usually an invading force from Apocalypse going somewhere. Going so. somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, we, we, we have we have Maxima interestingly wanting to try to help. Um mm-hmm. especially if it's Doomsday again, which it's interesting that that Clark basically shrugs her off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it and like says like you know it, it's something that he needs to handle on his own, which is weird because he greatly accepts help later on. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a bit odd, and again, this is sort of where I feel this first issue, especially, kind of, kind of stalls things. Like, like I don't agree. <laughs> Doomsday's on, Doomsday's on his rampage. Okay, here we go. Cool. Doomsday. Uh, anyway, uh, do yeah, Doomsday on his rampage. Uh, Superman finds Cyborg Superman there. Um, they square off for a little bit. Doomsday. Uh, Superman finally sees that Doomsday is alive. Um. In a, in a great panel where like you see the great coloring we go mm-hmm. like we're zooming into his eye and there's just a skull in his pupil mm-hmm. which is um, which is great um yeah it, it's, it's literally clark facing the thing that killed him again and that's just horrifying um, and, and you know cyborg then just kicks him while, while he's down and we get you know ha- we get this great callback of have to get up must find doomsday mm-hmm. uh, uh, Superman goes after him, but Doomsday does indeed escape, uh, which leaves us on, on a great cliffhanger where, uh, where Superman is just left alone, feeling like a failure once again, which brings us into Hunter Prey Book 2. We open which, on the Linear Man here. Which is an even worse cover than Book yeah, 1. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. These covers tell you nothing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I would not be. I would not be interested in picking this up if I just saw it on a rack. Um, uh, I mean, I, f- I feel like you see the name Doomsday. I l- 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 like this is the again. You know, we know Doomsday is a regular DC character nowadays, but this is the first time he had ever properly come back come in comics. Back. So you know, you weren't really trying to sell it by the covers. You're just saying, "Hey, Doomsday is back." Actually, you know, not not just he's not gonna, just going to get flung into space. Yeah, no, he's back. But we, but yeah, we we open with uh, Wave Rider, yep, um, uh, contemplating, realizing he's kind of been a dick, um, just a little uh, bit, just a little bit, you know, 
and Clark getting up and seeing all the death. And, and Darkseid is behind him, and he just falls flat on his face. Superman ha- has never just seen Darkseid defeated like that. Um, I love that. I love that moment. He's like, he, he just goes, whoa, if Darkseid Dark Side is down, then I'm the only one left to stop the cyborg. Um, and so cyborgs, uh, uh, I'm just holding Dasad up, not killing him for some reason. Uh, but then he does, because I, he has a, a, in the biggest air quotes, great li- one-liner. Give me the... It's like, they call you Dasad. Yes, give me the chance and I will, will gratefully call you Master. I think not. I prefer to call you dead. But it's weird. Dasad never stays dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like, he's just thrown to his side, and I think that's the last you see of him for this miniseries. I think so, yeah. I, I've uh, never I've never known to Dasad to be officially dead in any capacity. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, I do love that silhouette in the bottom of that page, though, of Cyborg there. Yeah, it's a great... It's a great image. Um, uh, it's a great silhouette, and again, it's 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 it, it doesn't quite fit with the design, but you still have you still have the great threat of him, you know, uh, integrating Simply being there. I mean, I'd, being I'd say, yeah. there and integrating himself into the computers um, mm-hmm. and taking control of the planet, and mm-hmm. basically then causing. Using a sonic wave to cause Darkseid's troops' heads to explode? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Do you, do you know the Parademons at all? Just by... I mean, they were, they were they were in Reign of the Supermen. They were. And I think they were still technically in the theatrical kind of Justice League, weren't they? They, they were, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They were, yep. yeah. yeah. They, were in, they were in uh, the Nightmare sequence in, in Batman v Superman. Yeah, they were. They were so they were in... They, I, I am aware of them. Um, here they're just... I mean... It, in all their appearances, they've been sort of just nameless, nameless threats, nameless. Mm-hmm. I, I, I won't, threats. I won't spoil it because I know we'll do a story later on that um that does delve into it, delve into it a bit more. Um, but they, they have a cool sort of sort of like reason for you know existing. It's cool. Existing, yeah, yeah. Um, um, another great full. Pa- I love that full page of like all the parademons dying and uh, and you see Cyborg's face there. I love the way his like his mechanical jaw is drawn. Yeah, it almost like, it almost looks like there's like blood on his teeth somehow, yeah. <laughs> which make which makes no sense. But I I love it. It's because it's, uh, again, so the implication cool. is that anything that w- was human about the cyborg is gone. Yeah, um, and then you have a very nice sequence of of Clark Kent being you know the big blue Boy Scout and saving and- Dark Side's life, uh, like. It's just I love that it's. It, I mean, Jurgens really does get Superman like like just that ideal of of what a superhero yeah. is and should be, um, and it's this. It, it's moments like this where Darkseid is this horrible, monstrous figure in in the DC universe, and Clark still saves him. Clark still just can't let this uh, let this person die, um, despite knowing that helping him is you know probably you know. He's, you know, there's a point where he says, "You know, next thing you know, I'll be saving Attila the Hun." Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, Wave Rider comes in. Uh, finally, it just decides to help Superman, which is nice. Um, and he blesses Superman with the knowledge of Doomsday's origin, <laughs> which which is a moment. It's a moment, and it's the most interesting. The, 
the origin then takes up a decent a decent chunk of this issue. Well, that's what um, that's what issue two is really. I think yeah. honestly we could gloss over a lot of issue two because of it because it is just we keep putting this this being through horrible torture and death yeah. and just seeing how much he can survive. And the origin is basically we put him through so much that eventually he rebels against us and, and is too strong for even us to take down because we put him through so much horror and death and he is now an unstoppable monster and only and, and death. And then to basically, you know, well, they keep calling it baby. Like it escapes <laughs> and like, it then like lives on its own for two years uh, to be immortal, and then it just kills all you know, kills all of its creators. Mm-hmm. Um, He's Doomsday is naked for most of this, by Doomsday the way. Doomsday is which, naked. I don't think Doomsday which, ever wears clothes. Uh, well, he gets the containment suit in, right, in, the, containment in suit. the annual. No, but what's um, I, I love seeing. Uh, the, like the way the way that Jurgens designed Doomsday's like main creator mm-hmm. is such a slimy design. I love seeing it get killed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you have like these, but but it's a very, it's a very smart design too because it can have these moments of like of awe when it, looking at its own creation. It's really interesting. It's it's very much, it's it's very much the it's it's sort of the uh, public perception of Frankenstein, um, mm-hmm. because. You know, then you have then you have the interesting thing of the people on this planet, um, the, the people on this planet. You know, which is nearly destroyed of, of Doomsday from Doomsday's ons- onslaught. Um, you know, because they create a containment vessel, and they take a bunch of people and combine their life forces into this thing called the Radiant. Um, and it's it looks kind of like Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, I was gonna say Silver Surfer, but oh, so I, I, was gonna I, say, I see Doctor Manhattan too. Yeah, I mean, well, it, yeah. It, it's it's more blue than silver, isn't it? So yeah, and na- na- naked bald man, naked there. bald man, <laughs> naked bald. Um, man. um <laughs> uh, yeah. So this thing uh, tries to fight off Doomsday. It does. They get him in the in the containment suit. Uh, that we that we know from uh, from from Death of Superman, and that is pretty much it. It crashes into Earth, and that's not the end of the origin. We get we 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 have some time between the creation of of Doctor Manhattan thing and when Doomsday first escapes the planet. And trust me, we will talk about that. <laughs> yes, um, um, but that that's pretty much it. Like we know Doomsday from there. He lands on Earth, kills Superman, yada yada yada. Um, that's it. And then uh, there's this idea that, like, you know, like, you know, Clark is like, wait, you know, that happened hundreds of thousands of years ago. He was dead. How did he come back? He is unkillable. He cannot die. His body regenerates itself and comes back stronger than before. That's an interesting decision. Obviously, so we can always have Doomsday coming back, except... But, but Jacob, even then, they fucking officially kill Doomsday by the end of this miniseries. Yeah. Yeah, Until and then there don't. are still ways around it. Still... <laughs> Honestly, I love the solution to this miniseries. I was like, okay, you know, this is an ending. What does that mean for the second miniseries? Yeah, and and, and we will get there. We will get there. Um, we we will definitely get there. And your dark um, side is basically like you know, get it off of Apocalypse, get uh, beat the cyborg. Um, so. 
you know, uh, the cyborg shoots some shoots some nukes. I'm guessing they're nukes. You know, ap- uh, apocalypse nukes. Yeah, that makes apocalypse sense. nukes. Apocalypse nukes. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we go. Uh, we do that. Uh, we, uh, Superman stops the nukes as he does. As he um, does. Sends, uh-huh. sends them off elsewhere. Uh, uh, Wave Rider just has a conversation with Darkseid then, <laughs> which is just a cool little moment. I don't know. Wave Rider is this cool little pa- passive figure at the middle of all of all this nice. death and destruction. It's just nice to have there. It feels like Jurgens is trying to comment on time travel stories. Um, and then the idea of like... And, and uh, that Wave Rider is, is both part of the linear, linear men who, who like explicitly do not interfere and here wave rider is both interfering but also being very passive trying to be like i have plausible deniability yeah um and but then you have clark bursting in screaming at henshaw uh and you know it's and the cyborg is then immediately hit with dynamite with a laser beam guaranteed to blow your mind anytime yes and uh and Cyborg Superman is is, is supposed to uh, uh, be dead then, but he is not, of course. Um, he is just bald now. I th- that seems to be like all the Omega Beams did to him. Is they just they made him singed bald. his hair. It just shaved his head. And um, he gets a mech, basically a mech suit. He gets, he gets a mech suit then, because everyone gets a mech suit. <laughs> and, uh, and goes after Superman again. Uh, we blow up the mech presumably blowing up Henshaw because Henshaw just disappears for the rest of the series. Then um, I don't think he's actually dead. He's probably still alive somewhere. No, yeah. 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 Cyborg Superman makes a few other appearances after this in the DC universe. So there's that anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, so get rid of the mech. Uh, we just sort of reflect on everything that's happened so far. We get this nice little callback once again to um, Superman's fears as a child and that Doomsday is still out yeah. there. He still has to stop him. Uh, Hunter Prey book three, I think, has the best cover of the three. It's actually yeah, it's, quite nice. It's, 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 the, it's the nice cover. It actually tells you what's going to be a decent amount, what's going to be in the issue. And all they had um, to do was add Doomsday's fist. Yeah. That's literally um, it. <laughs> and, you know, we have, uh, you know, we have this, uh, this great opening page Clark's like, you know, it's now or never. I'm going after Doomsday and I'll do whatever it takes to bring him down. Um, and Darkseid uh, takes a sphere um, out, out, out of where? Some, I don't... Where is he getting that from? That's a very good question. It, he, it looks like he's like reaching into like a cloth or something, but where is that? Like, where is does he have pockets? It doesn't look like it. it and that's not the, that's not the color of any of his any of his guard there. So yeah, he's like, pulling it out of thin air. Okay, um, there's that. It, you know, and it's uh to it's it's what rest in in the sphere rests the consciousness of the cyborg. Superman foolishly believes him dead. Um, yeah. He, so, Cyborg will be back, of course. Cyborg will be back. Yes. Again, um, I still don't know where he got the sphere, though. Like, that's the yeah, thing. Where, yeah, honestly, where did that come from? Where the fuck did that come from? Um, where he's pulling it from is not the color of anything around these guys. No, it does not make sense. Um, it doesn't. Anyway. And then, you know, um, Wave Rider and Superman fly off, and, you know, there's this great thing, and then... So there's this thing on Superman's arm called the Mother Box. 
Yes. Um, which just seems like a plot device. Uh, mother boxes are a well-established thing in, in the New Gods continuity. It still seems like a, a plot device. Do not um, question Jack Kirby. Um, <laughs> I, I can question Jack Kirby. Dude, you have not read any Jack Kirby. Exactly. <laughs> I can question him. Kirby Jack Kirby never... created Captain America. Fuck off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it glows. And <laughs> then we get a ridiculous anime oh, style transformation. It's so great. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It's There's so like nice. Green logo and he gets this shitty like gold armor around it the is... Superman suit. But he, gets a, like... he gets a haircut too in this moment, it looks oh. like. <laughs> is that how he gets rid of the mullet? Well, no, because I think he still has it in the Doomsday Annual, right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, wait, does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Yeah. So we're temporarily getting rid of the mullet, but not yeah. permanently. It's it, oh. it, it, again, it, it's it's the anime transformation. That's the it. armor is ridiculous. Oh, I love it. Um, it's so great. But it's like it's like here's basically a power up. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically so, it's Dan Jurgens took one look at Black Suit of Superman wielding a gun and was like, "Well, I want to do that again." And here we are. But more nineties. So then we uh, we go after Doomsday. We bring back the uh, the 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 blue silver surfer uh, Doctor Manhattan dude, and uh, <laughs> uh, he fights off Doomsday, but is not strong enough this time because, as we already know, Doomsday got stronger. Doomsday he gets, gets stronger each time that he dies. More yeah. laughing, great action. More Doomsday laughing, um, and then uh, this uh, Doomsday alters his energy and. The radiant is sliced in half, sort of, but it's a. I can't. But, but it's but it's energy, so. It's like yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> can it re, like it should be like that? It, it implies that it can reform itself, because like it falls and it's just a head and torso, and then there are legs, um, you know, and this idea of you know let's try to heal, uh, heal the radiant. Um, how again? Just energy it's energy uh, <laughs> they say it's the mother the mother box can do it because remember uh, the mother box is kind of a deus ex machina like kind of is joey i will i will not hear mother box slander it totally is you're right but i'm I right hear, but i will not I'm hear right. mother box slander um um and then you basically see um doomsday oh, oh sorry, no, no, wave rider wave rider like confirms that yeah, like like um well, uh, Dr. Manhattan is gone, and <laughs> um, oh, we go back to Doomsday. Superman finally, you know, faces off with him, you know, just officially. Is this the, is this the first time they're actually, like, seeing each other? Other than, yes. like, the end, other than, like, the end of the first issue when Doomsday escapes? Yeah, no, this is the it. first time they are, at, like, they are aware, of, really aware of each other's presence. Because, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the first issue, Doomsday was on a screen. Clark saw Doomsday on a screen. Um, mm-hmm. And... Again, a great panel layout um, and a great reference to Metropolis. Metropolis. Um, um, <laughs> um, and, you know, it's this, it's, and then basically a decent portion is really good action. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really nice. There's some really nice art here. Again, um, there was some really good use of colors, especially all the reds. I love when uh when Superman starts going like all laser vision on him and Doomsday is just this glob of like black and red yeah. dots. And it's it, Clark is very much like I've learned from my mistakes. I will I will laser him from a distance. 
and you know that that'll 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 which is weird I, i'm not sure why he didn't think of that the first time i mean not that it not that it works here but like he i'm surprised he never tried that at all in, in the original <laughs> yeah no um and you know it's it's he's trying to stay at a distance uh doomsday gets some good hits in uh doomsday's spikes shoot out of his knuckles which um, is <laughs> so he which gets is... spike chains yeah yeah, um, that are attached to him. That he that are also that, poisoned. They actually stab right through Superman, uh, which is which is interesting. Um, they stab right through him. He tries to pull him towards. Well, Doomsday tries to pull Superman towards him. Um, Superman pulls out then like this. What is it? It's like an ultrasonic gun. <laughs> yeah, from the mother box because day your sex machina. Shut up! Uh, Shut up! <laughs> and tries to ultrasonic him to death, but the spikes. For basically close his ears um and it's basically it's doomsday's the perfect killing machine um but we are always better and then we get into a kaleidoscope of technicolor uh of wave rider deciding to actually interfere mm-hmm. uh which is a great moment also for wave rider's character i really enjoyed his arc throughout this yeah, and yeah, and so like he uh, Wave Rider melds with Doomsday's mind, um, you know, it l- is looking into like the present to understand what Doomsday's thinking. Mm-hmm. And then we get this great revelation. I don't know if you knew you knew this going. I on. did. I, I, I like okay. this revelation. So this has been a really cool moment for you because so we get inside inside Doomsday's head and we see Superman as as Doomsday sees Superman, um, and we see Superman as Doomsday's creator. Um, yes, and, uh, and 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 Bertrand is a Kryptonian. Kryptonian. We, we learn Doomsday was born on an ancient Krypton. So fucking cool. So fucking cool. Um, so, so so you didn't know that at all though going in. No, right? I, I didn't, and I was like, I was so it was very much a oh, mm-hmm. we're doing this. This changes everything. It yeah. Does, it, it, again, it's it's a great it's a great little detail. Um, especially because there's this perception of Krypton as like a perfect planet. Oh yeah, of. no. Mm-mm. Which uh, is why like I I love this idea though. Like a lot of the most famous Superman villains uh are are from krypton or have been or have some version of their origin where they are from krypton um like like brainiac isn't always directly from krypton um but like super in the animated series does brainiac from krypton um obviously you have general zod who is general zod we have doomsday here so many different characters uh that derive from superman's origin because it is such a strong starting point and you can put a lot into that and i really really like that and it's to explain sort of why he hyper fixated on superman in the fight um and you know but there's no real time and we don't really let the news sink in sort of We, we just keep the fight going with a great full splash page of ninety mm-hmm. Superman punishing Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, cr- once again, Child Clark, that same fear, because um, it really is about Clark facing his fears, and, and you feel. And, and this fear. is, I think, this in the first issue where the fear stuff really works, because um, it really isn't in the second issue. Well, well the lot. second issue is why this this revelation hits about doomsday being from krypton you know you, you get this whole origin we don't say anything about it being uh, being kryptonian at all uh, and then you recontextualize that in this third issue here and it makes it really really interesting i think yeah. uh, 
And then, Su- yeah. Um, Superman then gets a laser gets a, sword. A laser sword. <laughs> a laser okay. sword. Okay. Joey, Joey, I know you say don't make fun of Jack Kirby. <laughs> don't. But I'm going to make fun of Jack Kirby. Like, this is this is why we love Jack Kirby, though. This is it. This is it right here. It's, mind, it's, it's mindless action. Uh, Doomsday gets the sword. And let's be honest, that's a fucking terrifying image. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you gave absolutely. this unstoppable killing machine a, sw- a laser sword. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so you have that. Uh, Wave Rider then... Uh, tries to go- shut down its nervous system. Um, oh. And we have basically a replay of the death of Superman, like, mixed with that panel from Nightfall. Yeah, I don't know why we're homaging Nightfall here, but we are. Um, probably because Nightfall was like finishing maybe or uh no nightfall was long i did, like azrael was definitely still batman at this point jesus christ what ah. I'm, I'm telling you the three original volumes that they released that thing in are basically omnibus size but you could buy them for like regular trade prices it's insane okay. so uh yeah uh, and then dudes they just punch anyway, uh, superman yeah. Into the sky, there's an explosion. Wave Rider thinks that they failed. Wave Rider's like, oh god, I'm experiencing the death all over again. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening again? Um, but no, Clark is Clark is still alive. Um, he slammed into the ground. Debris is on Doomsday, mm-hmm. and Doomsday like has him. Uh, he does a right uppercut because his left arm, I think, has just been broken. Like, yeah, I, yeah, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because it's one, yeah, it's like totally limp there, totally limp, um, and and I think it adds more armor as it's broken, like to signify that, which is, it's a nice little touch. I like it's, it. It's an interesting touch because like, yeah, it's again, this design is weird. Um, it's gorgeous. Um, so <laughs> so uh, Superman uh, then takes Doomsday. I love those like uh, sequential panels there where he's just like flying him through the air and they just crash into this giant wall. And it um, becomes a blur of colors. Mm-hmm. And of, of course it does nothing because, you know, doomsday. Doomsday um, is doomsday. But then Wave Rider. Wave Rider is the real hero the hero here. Um, this giant gay rainbow comes out and... <laughs> basically, and uh, well, basically we do, the, we do the ending of 2001 A Space Odyssey. And it's like our destination is a nasty place where... Doesn't feel like space exactly, but the gravity opposing forces feels like it's tearing us apart. Um, And they drop Doomsday at the end of time. So, Uh, you know, for someone like Doomsday, that should be the end. That should be the end. That That is the end. That should be it. Um, But, of course, we have four more double-length issues to go. So, the annual is mostly flashbacks. The annual is flashbacks. Like yeah. stuff that's Yeah. It's yeah. it's ancillary material. It's not yeah. um, um Oh, get the you get this great little moment at the end here though, where like, you know, Clark has finally overcome his fears and you get that flashback again. Clark goes to see Lois, he's okay. Um and they kiss. They kiss because, you know, perfect. Perfect. It's a very sweet it. ending. Uh very All nice right. ending. Ready for Doomsday Year One? Uh, yeah, yeah. So okay, good, good cover, good cover. Good cover, like good cover. cover. Very nice but, cover. Uh, and, uh, 
Again, oh, I, I like that the Here Lies Earth, Earth's Greatest Hero page filler has been replaced by the, the ripping Superman. Superman, yeah. yeah that's, that's nice. Um, and we open with, again, an interesting... That is a, that is quite the first page. It's the first page. Our first page is called... Our first story is called Chameleon. Um, which is, this which is really just the framing device. Yeah, which this is what Jerry Ordway does, the framing device. Um and it's a great start. It's, there's, you know, um, a gathering of people all around this area of radiation. Uh, and, and, see, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Mitch. From, uh, Mitch, that's his Mitch. name. Mitch. Mitch is back. I love Mitch. And it's basically revealed that this was basically the ruins of the neighborhood that Doomsday destroyed, which is very nice. Um, and... This is Ordway getting uh, getting pissed at the federal government for basically not cleaning up the mess. Um, is is basically what this is. Uh, you know, we get uh, we, we basically get him being like, you know, uh, Doomsday in the path of its destruction. He slash it caused until Superman stopped everything called in Metropolis. Uh, let's talk about it. Share our experiences. Try to make some sense of why you, of what screwed up our happy little lives. Um, you know, there's a woman who talks about how you know her husband. Uh, was killed uh, when his truck was destroyed by Doomsday. One of the construction workers is there. And what's really uh, cool is like you could probably point to those moments in the battle, in the death of Superman, and like find where all these people fit in as they tell their stories. It's really, really cool. And they basically um, they try to fill up a hole. Um, but they're angry and they are disturbing the peace. And this almost this I don't want to say uh, let's not go there. Okay, so so things escalate, and Superman comes in to to sort of calm everything down. Um, but uh, and 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 all and what all he basically comes in to do is say, well, here is where Doomsday came from, and somehow this is the framing device for just telling some random Doomsday random stories. stories. Doomsday listeners, I don't even think Superman's barely in any of them. Uh yeah, I mean he, well he's not in any of them. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's not in any of them. He's just in the framing device. Yeah. Um, um we're here to tell our the, the beginnings of Doomsday. Uh af- in, in between the flashbacks of Hunter Prey, um in between that time where Doomsday escapes the, uh, escapes ancient Krypton and uh and and when the uh they create the containment suit and and the Dr. Manhattan guy, um this is all, all. This is all between that time. So this is Doomsday's year one, so to speak. Is the, which is again weird. I mean, it's almost about textual year one because it's what it's technically been a year since the death of Superman, probably. Like, uh, wait, yeah. no, it would have been yeah. two years because this is ninety five. Yeah, yeah, this is ninety five now. Yep. Um, but we open on Dark Side here in a story called Showdown. Is this the Jurgens one? I'm not sure. I, I know the Green Lantern one is the stern one. So this is either Jurgens or Simonson. Um, I think it might be Jurgens. I'm pretty sure this is... I feel like Jurgens would be the one to do New God still. Yeah, it, 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 it feels Jurgens. Uh, okay, so you know Steppenwolf, though. Yes. Because uh, Justice League. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, uh, this is a cool little story, I guess. Um... This is, I, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Steppenwolf's design here. Um, yeah, this is how he usually looks. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, 
It's it's very nineties. This is how he looked up to this point, I should say, minus the spikes. Actually, <laughs> it is it is very nineties because, of course, there are spikes. Steppenwolf is usually a, is usually a pretty spiky character, though. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just checked. This is this is the Jurgens one. Um, okay, there we go. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so um, so what is it? Dark side is to marry this person, this lady from this other planet, to what? Make peace, right? That's it. Peace, I guess. Which is okay. Be, I don't think Dark Side's a character to marry for political reasons or to marry at all. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, though, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's kind of funny. Um, so this, uh, so I do have a problem with the story. This kind of cheapens Darkseid's meeting with Doomsday and Hunter Prey, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, Doomsday just shows up here, and Darkseid's like, oh, well, fuck, I could handle him here. What, like, how he's going to do the same fucking thing in how many years' time? Uh, what? However many thousand, however many thousand years? Uh, 245,000 years, <laughs> years from, from now. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, I, I fought this guy two, uh, 245,000 years ago. I, I could do it curious. again. So, so this is like supposed to be like in between the time that it escaped Krypton and was con- yeah. contained? Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the art's nice because it's Jurgen's art. Um, it is. It is. It's nice to have here. Uh... There's a fist fight between Darkseid and Doomsday. <laughs> yes. And <it's... laughs> or or no, almost a fist fight. They don't actually do it. They don't See, actually, I kind of wish I kind of wish they did. <laughs> it's it's the problem of this is an annual, so they're all what, ten pages each, maybe? Uh, I think so, yeah. About so, like, that. It's a really short, short story. Um <laughs> 12 uh, pages. 12 yeah, twelve pages. pages. Um you know, uh, yeah. So, so the moment they realize that, like, you know, you can't fight Doomsday because Dark uh, Darkseid sends one of his men after after Doomsday, and he gets fucking killed in seconds. I like the look of fear on Darkseid's face though <laughs> when the dude is killed. I just love that moment. Um, they decide to leave and fuck off, and Doomsday is left. Doomsday is left there. Um, that's about it. It's that. That's it. That's it's okay. It. Uh, we go to the next story in Kundia, Kundaya. I, I don't know. Kundia, um, yes. Which is this is this is the Louis Simonson story, um, and it actually kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a shame because yeah, she was she was great. Usually, um, we're on this this warrior planet. So original, I know. It's 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 nineties schlock. Like yeah, it really it does nothing. Oh my god. Uh, Doomsday just... attacks. Doomsday. Hang on. I'm just looking at this. Is that it? Oh, that's his knee. Okay. I thought for a minute there were spikes oh, coming oh, out of Doomsday's crotch. I was going to say, were, 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 gonna say, were you trying to find Doomsday's cock? Was, was that it? It looked for a minute <laughs> the way he was drawn. You know okay, to- totally unrelated. Just saying Doomsday's cock reminded me. <laughs> totally unrelated. You know the Watchmen uh, follow-up event, Doomsday Clock. Yeah. I had a I, uh, I had a guy when that was first coming out when I was buying that for my local comic shop that jokingly called it the Doomsday Cock, and I <laughs> and I could and like and that is what I've always joke like called it to myself ever since I fucking heard that. I just keep calling it the Doomsday Cock. <laughs> I mean, look at look at this single panel, right? Yeah, I know, Though, I know, like... I know what you mean. I know which panel you mean. <laughs> Yeah, but like there's action, 
I don't know who any of these characters are. Like, I think they're original. If they might not, be original. I, I, they're I, very I, spiky. They are very, very. This spiky. is this is the this is the nineties that it, this is the nineties that is ever nineties. Um, oh my god! And then like the all gold armor guy. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh my god! Look at that design. <laughs> They're here to match Doomsday. They, they, they're threatened by his spikes. So They're threatened by his, albeit not that many spikes, let's be honest, in comparison. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they it's fight, fight, fight. Explosion throws Doomsday off the planet at the end. That's... Yeah, yeah. Honestly, why, just why did we even bother That is all you need them. to know. Um... We move on to the Green Lantern. This is story. the one you're. I'm going to make you cover because you. I, like lo- this I love this story. I love this story so much. I'm, okay, again, I've mentioned it many a time on this podcast already. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. That's why I'm having you cover it because I love, love, this love is the Green, Green Lantern. Lantern story. Also, the Roger Stern story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's actually good. Um, yeah, I mean, Stern's, Stern's a good writer. Stern's a good writer. Uh, it's called In Blackest Night, which is interesting, not to be confused with the storyline Blackest Night. Right. Um, which I, I'm curious, actually, not knowing much about Green Lantern. Do you know what the whole like Blackest Night thing is a reference to? It's the it's the oath. Um, it's the, yeah, again, yeah, it's the brightest, brightest day, Blackest Night, something 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 fight. Nope. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I want to. I want to hear you try to do the whole thing. Go ahead. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, I think it's in, in Brightest Day and Blackest Night. No evil shall like. I, I, <laughs> I love this. Okay. In brightest day and blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. That's, that's it. Okay. That's, that's it. I um, knew the first two lines. Yeah. So, anyway, I, knew, so it's called, I knew the basic cadence because it's basically a poem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah. So anyway, this is called Blackest Night. We follow this uh, squid looking Green Lantern thing. Um, we have a very, very bold second page here, sh- not shadowing Doomsday's crotch area, which yeah. is very bold, <laughs> very, very bold. Um, so um, anyway, so uh, uh, the Squid Green Lantern tries to go off and fight Doomsday, which, as we know at this point, is just a mistake. Um, I love the power here, though. Like, I, I love like like seeing again. I love commenting on doomsday's power but you really see it here like the green lanterns are meant to have the most powerful weapons in the universe because what they can do anything with their rings as long as they they can imagine it like as long as they have the willpower to imagine it yeah yep that's it so like this bubble that he creates around himself you know it's broken through in a couple of hits um he creates this barrier around doomsday that uh that doomsday just breaks through uh, not long after it's created Um, it's also great sort of just like imagining imagination type storytelling that breaks up the annual that to this point had just been doomsday does an onslaught mm-hmm. yeah the yeah end. It, 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 it's a nice break in the in the kind of stories we've been getting in the annual so far um so yeah so there's that uh doomsday straight up kills this guy then and um and he grabs the ring which is just a terrifying image a terrifying of doomsday thought. doomsday having a green lantern ring the most powerful weapon in the universe <laughs> um which is interesting. This is interesting, though, actually, because I'm sure you already know that there are like multiple cores to the lanterns of the universe. What I'm sure you don't realize is how recent of an idea that is. Um, is it, the is other, it recent? Is it all the all the other cores aside from Green? Is, aside from is Green it a Lantern, Jeff Johns thing? It's a Jeff Johns thing. 
It is a there were no other cores before this. So realistically, we would say like, oh yeah, Doomsday would get like a red ring for rage or something. But this is the only one that existed at the time. So we have a green ring here. Uh, Doomsday has the willpower. Well, he also steals it off a guy, so like... Well, well, yeah, but also, like, Doomsday definitely does have the willpower for it. Yeah, will, which is will, a terrifying Willpower thought. for a very different reason, but, you know, it's it's still willpower. Willpower to kill, you know. Um, so there's that. He's greeted by the Guardians. You know the Guardians? Or... I'm no. guessing they're in charge of the Green Lantern Corps. They're in charge of the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, they're these little blue guys that uh, that that just boss around the uh, the Green Lanterns. It's great. Uh, Doomsday goes around. He kills a bunch of other Green Lanterns. Still has the ring, which again is just terrifying. Um, he makes it all the way to Oa. Uh, you see the giant power battery there. Uh, did you know Oa or the power battery at all or anything? Uh, like? I, I knew. I, I was vaguely aware that Oa was like the planet that the Green Lanterns are based out mm -hmm. right and then i knew they were powered by like a literal lantern power battery yeah and, and that's um, it like it's literally just the giant lantern at the middle of the planet <laughs> it's great i thought it was um, individual lanterns well but... they do get individual lanterns like, like that's how they recharge their rings is they have their own individual lanterns but there's a giant power battery at the center of oa that that charges that like keeps all the rings sort of going that's... oh right because it was because this was created in like it, yes, it's very cheesy. It's very, it's, very. I was gonna say like sixties, sixties. No, probably uh, earlier. Because mm -hmm. I mean, Hal Jordan was like the first Green Lantern that was like Green Lantern Core Green Lantern. Because I know Alan uh, Scott is nineteen forty, my friend. Oh, oh, oh! That's yeah. That's 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 that, that was way off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. They're old. They're very old. I mean, Oa and 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 the uh, and the central power battery. That probably came a, with Hal Jordan, though. A right? lot of this really started with Hal Jordan. Like, yeah, Alan Scott was a very different idea of like what a Green Lantern was like, but has been since been applied to newer Green Lantern concepts. I mean, it's, that's also just a matter of, of <laughs> no one's expecting to make a long running series when they start. Yeah, the comic yeah, it, it's the same. Yeah, like, like nobody saw like Jay Garrick being part of this like you know larger thing called the Speed Force. Or he was just a guy that could run fast. That's about it, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it just. Cool little things like that that I like. Anyway, um, so the Guardians eventually get the ring off of Doomsday. Uh, they fling him into space. Uh, we can assume then he's eventually found by Dr. Manhattan-looking guy. We've been talking yes. about Watchmen a lot in this, mostly because I can't be bothered to remember the blue guy's name. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Radiant. Okay, I will but try to remember name. that. And by and that, by that I will try to remember it. And by that, I mean I'll probably forget in about like five minutes. Um we get this cool little continuity thing at the end of this story where um, uh, the person telling this story is like what Tomar Ray's uh, hang on Tomar Ray's ans uh, ancestor um, no. nephew. Well, uh, nephew that's it um, and I know you don't know Tomar Ray but no. you see Kyle, you know Kyle Rayner though I, 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 I recognize so, that's Kyle Rayner so, so, so that's him down there you see him next to Tomar Ray so that's cool uh, Tomar Ray's the, oh, the chicken the chicken the cosmic chicken Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Requiem is our last story here. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. This, oh, yeah. this is the one where we actually have the Radiant. Okay. There yeah, we go. Yeah. And this is the Jerry, the other Jerry Ordway story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice to, again, it's nice to, despite the, this annual not being good, it's nice to have, like, all these writers back again playing in the sandbox, even if, even if it feels, let's be honest, this feels like an editorial mandate. Like yeah, yeah. they were told, like, "Hey, 
I mean, it, 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 there's some there's some good stuff in here though. It's just as a whole, the annual kind of sucks to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 the it feels like he's just like this year we're doing year one for every single annual. Which and, again, I'm curious. Batman would have had, probably had an annual. Well, 95 would Nightfall Nightfall still have been going on? Uh, very probably. So possibly it was year ones for for Jean Paul Valley Batman. That's um, possible. Actually, that'd be kind of cool though. But yeah, it might be cool, but like every annual is a year one, which is again themed annuals can are, are can be very hit or miss. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so if we round off here with just stuff we already know on um, ancient Krypton. Yeah, we uh, cover all this uh, in Hunter Prey. We see, we actually get to see sort of what how the containment suit got its design, um, mm. with the idea of of sort of the army on Krypton having that. 60s cyberman green mummy design um, yeah yeah lots um, of blues i love this last page though uh with the doomsday sort of shadow across all of them um and superman has his final little speech about how uh the lesson here is that we're all in this together against tyranny or injustice in any form thank you superman it's, it's very nice it's nice but um yeah, it kind of sucks. But yeah, let's just move on to Doomsday Wars. So Doomsday Wars, I really, really like Doomsday Wars. It's good. It's lot. really good. I still think Hunter Prey is better, but it's good. I I, I don't know how much... I, I, it's kind of a shame. Like, so Hunter Prey, who did who did the art for Hunter? Yeah, so Hunter Prey was Jurgens and Brett reading. Um, mm-hmm. This is Jurgens and Norm Rapmund. Rampund. Rapmund. Rapmund. I was going to say, there's the the M's after the P. Um, And honestly, it's kind of, it's kind of a shame. I prefer, I prefer the way that uh, Breeding Inks Jurgens' artwork. Um, Really? I love this. I mean, this is also like, first off, you you, you go into Doomsday Wars. It looks very modern. Yeah, it it does look modern. It looks very, very modern. Uh, It's really cool to see. Um, like um, I said, like, like this collection can almost just chronicle the evolution of comic art for you in the 90s. It's really cool. Yeah, I love the way we open with sort of, again, Clark Kent reflecting on his childhood. Um, As he does so well. Um, but, I like, but I like these flashbacks. We have uh, Lana Lang and uh, Pete Ross here. Do you know Lana and Pete? Well, I know you know, I, Lana. I know, Lana. I know, you know Lana, but did you know Pete Ross? Pete was, he was in Man of Steel, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was the um, bully kid. He was the bully kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that um on, on the bus. Yeah. And then works at Dunkin'. Same guy works at Dunkin'. Then works at Dunkin' uh, Donuts. Uh, no, IHOP. IHOP. It's IHOP, right? He works at IHOP. Yeah. IHOP. Remember, remember all the product placement in Man of Steel? There's, there's a, lot. a lot of product. There's a product lot placement of it. In that and, movie. and they and they destroy all of it. <laughs> yeah. At least that's at least fun. But it's it's. I will say some of do, that do, product do, placement. Don't they like crash a ship into a Sears or something? I think so. <laughs> Love it. We're like less than a decade out from Man of Steel being releasing. I don't think Sears like exists anymore. <laughs> like, oh, uh, but um, this is, gonna to... save, this is going to save our company. Man of Steel product placement. Yes. Um. <laughs> um, and it's it's so so you know they're they're driving to the Kent farm in the dead of winter. Um, they're all sort of. Teenage teenagers? No, uh, well, yeah. yeah, late late teens, yeah, late teens. Clark's powers haven't developed yet. Is not fully, yeah, not uh, fully. Um, and 
Uh, you know, it's like, oh, we'll make it all right. If we don't, the livestock will starve or freeze, and that is completely, totally unacceptable. Clark, look out! And they get, you know, drift into a, into a drifting bank. And the art just sets the mood so perfectly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the, the st- way the storm is drawn. I love this final page before we end the flashbacks of the Superman symbol in the middle of the storm. So the odds nice. were impossible. It was the three of us against the worst, most godforsaken blizzard ever before I had my powers over I 20 think, years. I think if nothing else, uh, I love Jurgens' inner monologue for Clark here uh, better than Hunter Prey. He really lands it. He lands it so much better. And so, you know, we flash forward and Superman is fighting Brainiac, who... Is, okay, we got to talk about Brainiac. Let's talk about Brainiac. Uh, uh, Brainiac, did, uh, I, I, this is obviously the character we were alluding to earlier. Um, did you know Brainiac at all? Not, not, not when I actually read this. That's really funny. That shortly is so after, because I, I thought everyone at least like knew Brainiac by name. I, I probably heard the name, but I wouldn't have you, been able. You know to what's really interesting, though. Actually, um, fun fact about Brainiac: uh, the term Brainiac nowadays was not created until the Superman character Brainiac was created. Really? Yeah, Brainiac the character was the invention of the term Brainiac. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm guessing in this continuity, he is smart computer man. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, robot. Um, Robot intelligence. Possibly responsible for the death of Krypton? Possibly not. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't say in this continuity, no. Uh, in, but there are in some they, uh, continuities. They, they, did incorporate, they did incorporate the Super Andy animated series continuity in the New 52 when they did Brainiac, but uh, that's about it. That's about it? Yep. Okay, so, you know, it's... And that would be well, Grant Morrison that did that, actually. Which is uh, cool. that, that sounds about right. That sounds like yep. something they'd do. Um... Right. Uh, but you have uh, Brainiac using psychic powers to try to take down Superman, um, and you know it's it's some great stuff. I like uh, how it's done here, though. Is like just it's meant to be whatever Superman's dealing with right now, and you don't really think Brainiac is going to have anything more to do with the plot. Yeah, it's just like you know he gets defeated, and you know fairly quickly, um, Superman saves a bus full of people. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool little action sequence. It's a cool. It's a. It's a nice action sequence. At, at the end of the rubble, you have Dan Turpin. Um, Dan uh, fucking Turpin. The Dan legend. Turpin, the legend. You know, and it's like you know, Brainiac. He, you know, guess you're right. He is dead. Um, like this whole idea that Brainiac, you know, probably died. Um, uh, but you know, and, and Clark's kind of put out by this. But Dan's like, that. Yeah, he saved a bunch of innocent people, Superman. Gave him life, ain't nothing to apologize for. Um, but he can't get over it, and he immediately goes to a party. Um, uh, and at this point, Clark and Lois Lane are married, which is so great. That's so rewarding, especially like if you're reading these five volumes in succession. It's nice to finally have that here as, like, oh, yeah, in Death of Superman, like, you know, Lois lost her fiance. Here we are now. They're married. It's, it's also, a- it's also so nice to see Jimmy Olsen, especially considering like the last thing I saw him in was Superman Doomsday the movie, and <laughs> where he was such an asshole. Ag- um, ag- aggressive gay Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, just, uh, nice to see him here at the party, uh, they're throwing a party, uh, Cat Grant is here, and we have important information about Cat Grant, her child is fucking dead, 
um, because of Superman. I, I've never read the story where this actually happens, um, but that's that's the way it is. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with the actual story of how it happened. It's it's it's, it's the thing, and it's it's given a lot of weight here. Um, yeah, because it's because um, this entire miniseries is let's reflect on Clark's failures. Um, mm-hmm. Because with this, we tie it into the flashbacks in the storm of Clark Kent with a shovel trying to dig out his car. And mm-hmm. he, he can't do it. He's not Superman yet. He doesn't have his powers. Uh, he can't just quickly dig out all the snow. Um, and he feels like he would be, you know, giving up responsibility to his father. Which is something that really emotionally resonated with me. Like this childish fear of, of, of failure, mm. you know, like I get that. Yeah. Like yeah. L- losing your responsibility. Um, yeah. It works here. It really, really works. Um, and, and, uh, and, and tying it directly into like, you know, current Clark who, who failed miserably, presumably fairly recently um, in, in sort of the same way. Like, you know, he feels like he is a failure. Like he, he does not, uh, like he can't actually do what he has set out to do, and it's um, it, it really hits. I really, really love it. Uh, meanwhile, at the party, uh, Clark gets a call from his uh, from Ma and Pa Kent. Yes. So nice to see them still around, kicking, and no- nobody's decided to kill him off yet. But, yeah, <laughs> Pa's not uh, had another heart attack. Yes, <laughs> I think I'm not sure exactly when they go away again. Um, but I think they die not long after that. Damn it. I'm pretty sure. Here's the thing. Like, we only bring back Ma and Pa Kent in continuity for, like, very specific reasons. But odds are they're going to die once they've served their purpose. Uh, (laughs) You know what? We can let superheroes have happy living parents, you know? Nah. Nah. uh -uh. Yes. No. Not every superhero needs to be Batman. Uh, I mean, I mean, okay, fine, fine. At least, at least one dead parent. Every superhero has to have at least one dead parent. No, no. Uh, <laughs> you Come on, Mar- Martian Manhunter's entire race is dead. Come on, it can't get worse than that. I just <laughs> keep the Kents alive and just make them happy. Even if you're not going to use them, just keep them alive and have them call their son occasionally. That's 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 you my takeaway. Okay. Um, but Clark anyway, does rush so... off from the party. Yes, he has um, to go. Uh, he's told that whatever is going on back in Smallville, it's urgent. So Clark goes there. Um, we find that it has to do with Pete and Lana. And uh, Pete and Lana are now married, uh, which is actually something that I wasn't too familiar with before reading this. Um, I wasn't aware of their relationship before the first time I read this. So that's cool. Um, yeah, so, so I like that there. Uh, and uh, see, with, a, with, a, with a truck being destroyed... Um, it's a bit of a shame this series is called the Doomsday Wars, isn't it? Yeah, because this would have been a really cool build-up. But a really cool build-up. But you have Clark and Pete in the hospital, and it's it's this great sort of thing that um, you know, it's like uh, that you know she's fine, but she was pregnant when they had an accident, um, and it caused her to deliver early, like. Way fucking early. Two months early. Um, um, in that it sh- it probably their baby probably probably won't survive the night, um, and which is miserable. That is that is really fucking heavy. It is um, heavy. It is dark. Um, 
I like it because we end up with a spoiler alert with a happy ending in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think Jurgens would kill a, a literal newborn. <laughs> no, no, Jergens... I really don't. Like it's it's really hard to believe that that you know that they, they would ever consider it. But whatever. But we uh, cut over to the rest of the Justice League, uh, which is let's see the lineup here. We got Martian Manhunter, Manhunter. as mentioned, uh, Plastic Man. <laughs> I love that Plastic Man is here. Um, Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, and Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner flashes down there. And I'm guessing still uh, Wally West because Eddie uh, yeah, Allen is still that dead still like he should Wally. be. Is that yeah? It's Huntress there then with him. Do you know Huntress? Uh, yes, because I have in fact seen the first season of Arrow. Oh, that's uh, right. She's an Arrow. I forgot she's she was an there. Arrow. Yeah. Um, um, and then Orion is down there, who's another New Gods character. So he does look like a Jack Kirby design. See, see, you can always tell. <laughs> you can always tell. Like, now that you've shown me what to look out for, I'm like, <laughs> see, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's that's Kirby. That's Jack Kirby. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, and, yeah, and they're so, being very, very, very cryptic on like who. Who it is. You don't uh, need to be. It's called the fucking Doomsday, Doomsday Wars, Wars. Jurgens. You knew you were gonna call it the Doomsday Wars, Jurgens. Like that's yeah. not the that's not the twist here. The twist also, is something much Also, bigger when did Wally West meet Doomsday? Like Does he say that he met Doomsday? You, you're back? It's like how I, I, oh well he says you're come on, are you telling me that he wouldn't at least know of Doomsday? It's just the way it's written. It feels like it's meant to be personal, and it's like it's no, no, it's not personal. I mean, it's personal for everyone. This is the guy that killed Superman. That's fair. Um, but yeah, then we, you know, we see Doomsday's silhouette. Obviously, it's Doomsday. He's in the title. No, 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 no. It's it's uh, it's Lex Luthor. It's Lex, right. Lex Luthor it's in Lex, a mech Lex suit. Luthor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In another mech suit. Would would we another be surprised? Would we be surprised? <laughs> um. So, so Lois, Lois, uh, Lo, no, not Lois, Lana is with Clark here. Um, and Pete is very jealous. Like, yes. I, I, honestly, like, this is one of those cases I don't blame him. I really you know, don't. I don't blame him because it's I like, totally get that. That's, yeah. Like, that's... like, 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 his wife now wants to speak to her ex-boyfriend Hello. immediately after a tragedy. Like, yeah. you and, know what's uh, going through his head. Mm-hmm. You know but you also understand where Lana's coming from here, because the only knows. person that can realistically save her save her child is Superman. Um, and obvi- I like this this reasoning here that like Smallville General Hospital isn't equipped enough to to handle this kind of situation. It's this is in the probably never this is this has never happened here. Smallville is an old ass town; <laughs> they do not have the equipment for this. Um, so Clark, of course, agrees because you know he's Clark Kent. Um, and we get this great spread here where the Justice League is just demolished. Um, including Wally West and Kyle oh, Rayner. But like, I love Plastic Man all laid out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. All ripped like, like plastic. Um, I like that Orion is the character, like sort of like the last one standing here that decides to take on Doomsday, which of course doesn't work because he gets a fucking tank thrown on him. Um, which is a great <laughs> image. We have um, a lot of we we have more fun with Plastic Man here, where it just what is it? Uh, Orion is like thrown into Plastic Man's face, which is it's a hilarious image. Um, you know, it's like there's this great he's, and he tells this great one liner. Good thing I'm made of plastic, or I'd need a plastic surgeon. Um, it's so great, I love him. Um, but also, 
a very well-deserved one-on-one with Doomsday here. Like, Wonder Woman needs to take this fucker on. Yeah. Like, if there's any DC superhero that, like, if you that you hadn't seen take on Doomsday before this, that you wanted to see take on Doomsday, it's Wonder Woman. Um, and you know what? She also might be able to beat Doomsday. Like, she's... She, she Clark and, and and she she Superman and Batman are the three who could probably beat Doomsday because they're the important ones. Uh, Superman does officially decide to go out and he's gonna take the kid. Um, Doomsday rips apart Plastic Man here, <laughs> like a, literally rips him apart <laughs> in a fucking brutal sequence. Like yeah. again, the sound effects strip, flip, plop, and twing-sting. <laughs> Uh, what's really interesting here, though, is that Doomsday's uh, sounds that he's making are in regular speech bubbles. So I like the bit of foreshadowing there. You know, it's a great bit of foreshadowing. Uh, and, you know, you, you have uh, Wonder Woman taking her lasso of truth, uh, <laughs> putting it around him, and he just whips her with it. Yeah. Um, um, but of course, my favorite thing about this entire issue is this cliffhanger where Wonder Woman says there should be no sense, uh, no sense of reason, no mind, to which Doomsday replies, my own mental defenses bar, uh, barred your overconfident friend from the truth. To partially quote one of your human authors, the reports of my stupidity, my stupidity were, were greatly... greatly exaggerated. I love it. Oh, my God. It's, it's so good. It's so good. And oh you have God. sort of the double cliffhanger with Clark. You know, decided stating this baby will live no matter what. So um, I got to know, what was the first thing going through your head when you saw Doomsday speak? I was like, oh, are we going to actually make him an interesting character? <laughs> I was kind of um, disappointed in the end. I mean, at the same time, I mean, OK, spoilers, it's Brainiac. Um, so you have that going on, but it, it does sort of like continue this spiritual, like, sp- spiritually continue this idea that doomsday does get better and smarter yeah, each time like, he comes each time he comes back so even though it's not literally just doomsday getting better here it is technically him getting better he you added intelligence to doomsday now and uh and it, it's cool i like it uh anyway yeah. so uh issue two issue two opens with the next still with the flashbacks the next morning after the storm with a really fucked up image of of an entire field of cows dead um, like, oh God, it's dark. Um, and and I like this moment here where like Pa Kent doesn't want to blame Clark for it, but like it's definitely Clark's fault. It's it, it's Clark's fault. It's Clark. Clark is. I'd argue it's Pa knows it's no one's fault that like, like, yeah, Clark technically let him down, but it's it's no one's fault that storm would have stopped anyone. Mm-hmm. I like this bit here um, in the flashback where Pa Kent says, I'm dead, every last one of them dead, where Clark thinks to himself, he's just beating himself, he says, translation, we're broke, no cattle to give milk, uh, milk and pay the, pay the mortgage on the farm, no insurance to cover the loss. It's just, he feels so bad about it. Um, and of course, again, we're tying this back to present day. We see Clark getting this sort of protective uh, it's gear. A, gets... it's, it's a ventilator, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just been like... altered slightly to be strapped on his back, and it's like, He's going to take the baby to the hospital um, in Atlanta. I like this little line here with the doctor saying, saying, um, Superman, meet, meet baby Ross, baby Ross, meet your guardian angel. <laughs> and um, it's, it's great. Um, they stick him inside this little canister on Superman's back. <laughs> and, um, and Pete, 
not being told any of this is going on, mind you. He really should have been told. I he really, been... I, I really feel for Pete here. Yeah, this... it's like it's like our baby. He's gone. But at the same time, again, you, you like see where Lana and Superman are coming from. Like, there's the sense of urgency. There's probably not no time to do it. Like, you just have to go and do it. Um, so, so it makes sense for, on, on both. But ends. he's he is he is arguably right to be mad. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Because it's it's still a strong possibility that the baby could die along the way. Like, yeah, yeah. And the worst thing ever would be if Superman did fail. And or say he, if Superman, and, and he, I don't know. Had the threat that killed him has returned a second yeah. time. And the worst uh, thing ever for them would be if Pete and Lana couldn't at least be there with their newborn with child their newborn, in, yeah. in its final moments. Like, oh my god. Oh, it's so fucking heavy. It's, it's heavy, but it's good. My god. Jer- Jergens ends up luckily, luckily miserable. Little. Just describing that makes me feel awful. Good god. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, and Doomsday that, takes down some U.S. fighter jets. Yeah, um, as he does. Still, and he villain monologues. Gentlemen. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> um, which is just this great, like, oh, God, he's smart now. Yeah, We're so yeah. screwed. Um, and he immediately takes a missile and is like, right, I know where Superman is. Missile, take down Superman. No, I, I fucking love this bit where, uh, where the pilot goes, oh, Lord. And the doomsday goes, in due time, I will be. <laughs> It's so great. It, it's just it's it's just the right amount of cheesy, and it's just the right right amount of like levity to sort of offset how heavy this is. How, how, yeah, because it is heavy. It's really um, fucking heavy. <laughs> and you have Clark. So so Clark, you know, trying to outmaneuver a missile, uh, ends up getting it to blow up uh, using his heat vision, um, and you know, you in... know, where where where's the freeze breath? Breath? Like, come on, nobody uses freeze breath anymore. I love freeze breath. Yeah, that's that's canon. You know, that's free. Yes, always, Jacob, Jacob, he could he could blow on things and they freeze. I always thought that was like a thing they added for like just like in the silver. They should bring back the freeze breath. God, they should. Right. Yeah, nobody uses the freeze breath. I fucking love the freeze breath. <laughs> it's um, so great. But I love I love how you have Clark looking through the smoke and it's just like no, impossible. Doomsday, Kryptonian, a pleasure to see you again, old friend. Doomsday's dialogue is so fucking funny. The, the best thing about it, though, is that I cannot imagine any other way to read it than this, like, big, like, Doctor Who-sounding monster. Yes. <laughs> like, like, it's 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 there. Like, 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 I can't read it with Brainiac's voice, even though, like, even though, like, I know it's Brainiac speaking, but it's meant to be coming through Doomsday. So, like, so how would that like... even sound? How would that sound in your head? Um... Gosh, I'm trying to think of like what Doctor Who. I, I was going with like a Stephen Thorne voice. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, like, that, that'd be great. Like, oh my like god. Stephen Thorne and Hand of Fear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because is basically a rock monster. He is. He's he's the rock. Okay, I want someone to edit male Eldrad from yes. Hand of Fear. <laughs> <laughs> As Doomsday. As have, Doomsday. Oh god, who would be Superman in this case? <laughs> oh my god. Um Oh it, it would be that dude from the uh oh god from the the one station that like causes wife and kids uh, in the hand of fear. Yes, yes. <laughs> it would be him. I love it. Anyway. Dr. Watson, um, yes. Um but yeah, uh, action, action. Some action. Uh lots of action. Um Clark is again like 
Uh, best use of onomatopoeia with just the bram showing Doomsday's impact on the Earth. Like, yeah. um, I like when like Doomsday sends Clark through the Earth, so he like quick whips the whips the baby canister around to hold onto and clutch as he like goes through. Um, really, really cool moment like that. Um, Superman is then taken by. By me- by mechanical tentacles and uh, and is uh, taken to what the Doomsday City? <laughs> yeah, basically, it's, it's it's from I don't know it. The technology is Kaluan. I I don't know, like it's a future thing. Um, but it's at this I point. Swear basically, I, know that, I swear I know that race, and I probably should be able to tell you what it is right now. But I got nothing. But basically what we get is here's how Doomsday survived. And it's apparently all Hal Jordan's fault. Um, Cause yeah. Uh, Hal Jordan's a dick. Hal Jordan. Evil oh Hal yeah. Jordan. Oh yeah. So we got to talk about this. Um, okay. So this sort of helps you though. Cause this at least catches us up on what happened with Hal between when coast city got destroyed in return. Yeah. Uh, did this help at all? Like, like were you able to follow this? Okay. I was like, yeah. I was aware that Zero Hour Crisis in Time was a thing, like, because that's, like, what, the first sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, yep. Of, like... First of many. First of... Way too many. There are, what, four crises, technically? Uh, three three crises, uh, four if you do count Zero Hour. I mean, it was, it was, it was marketed as Crisis in Time, so... Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, so you have that. Um, you, you, actually, you get to see uh, Hal Jordan Parallax for the first time here, which is kind of cool. It's, like uh, it's, it is it is a 90s design. I love the design. Uh, we see Wave Rider here. Uh, do you know Captain Adam down there on the bottom left? Uh, um, the, wasn't he played by What's-His-Face in, in The Flash? Uh, was he? Oh, no, no, you're thinking of The Adam, not Captain Adam. Oh, Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference? There's a difference. Okay, um, we like, see Barbara down there. Barbara's I was going to say, like, oh, look, Barbara. Huh, interesting for Barbara Gordon that this is the 90s, and, um, huh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what the context is there, to be honest. Interesting that she's not in a wheelchair, which, I mean, I, interesting. I, I'm more salty that apparently people get mad at Gail Simone for taking her out of the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you only found that out recently, I think I told yeah. you, right? Yeah, I only yeah. found that out recently, because, like, yeah, people hate Gail Simone. When first off, it definitely wasn't her decision. Like that—that that is definitely a higher ups like no. Yeah, yeah. Gail, you're on a back. But also, like Gail did it in such a great way. Did it in such a great way that like, come on, it just it's. Oh, I know you haven't read it, and we. I'm we excited def- to read it. I'm we will definitely read it. read it someday. We will definitely read it. Uh, but yeah, we basically get a re- basically it's a recap of of the event, and like it's basically implied that you know time is rewritten so much that Doomsday gets got rescued. By Brainiac. And it's just, well, fuck. It's, it's, it's really stupid. It's really, really stupid. It's really dumb. <laughs> Look, I know that this isn't that sounds like an editorial mandate of Doomsday needs to keep coming back. See, uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't. This is, this, this really feels like a Dan Jurgens thing, honestly. It might be. Um, it feel, come on, it feels like a Dan Jurgens thing. Yeah. But like, uh, so then you have Brainiac taking over Doomsday's mind, as from, as as one does from a clone body, and it's uh, Jurgis tries to do this thing of um, of Doomsday's mind is at war with 
Brainiac's mind. I think that's what the Doomsday Wars of the title is supposed to refer to. Yeah, because it, there isn't really a war in this miniseries. Yeah, there's there's no war. It's it's like the Battle of Ranskorav Kalos. There's no battle. There's no uh, battle. Oh, <laughs> at least with Battle of Ranskorav Kalos, it's the aftermath of a battle. This one. There's no war. There's no war. Well, I don't know. Maybe the aftermath of the million times that Superman has fought fucking Doomsday in in the past five years in, in, at the time. You mean twice? It feels like a million times. Yeah. The, yeah. the million issues it took. But yeah. So there's there's more action, and I love how it's just like Clark's like, right, need to save the baby, need to save the baby, need to save the baby, need to save the baby. Um, because yeah. Because um, now we have the strength and ferocity of Doomsday with the intelligence of Brainiac and knowing actually how to use it. Um, and so, so, Doomsday, Doomsdayak, as I shall christen him. Um, do, doom, no, God, no, not Doomsdayak. Doomsdayak. Because Clark drops the baby. Uh, he deduces what the kid means to Clark. It can't be his. Otherwise, you know, a kid of Superman's wouldn't need protection, presumably. No. Um, it's it's like, gotta oh, be somebody else. Not not just somebody else, but someone that that Superman personally cares about. So Doomsday just takes the kid. Um, just steals the child. And we see on Bra- Doomsday Brainiac's uh, ship... <laughs> the rest of the Justice League. Fuck um, off! Stop calling him a. Der- that wasn't even the same name that you called him earlier. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> um, um, I love is, the yes, spread yes. of the ship where you have Plastic Man over Spikes, um, uh, Wonder Woman in a glowy ball, the Martian Manhunter uh, webbed up, and then Huntress tied up and Kyle having his hands and face blocked off. So he, I, I'm guessing that's just so he can't use his Green Lantern ring. Yeah, and um, who would be in the bricks there? <laughs> I think it's the Flash that's in the bricks. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. So he, I think sense. it's like, so he doesn't phase through. Wait, 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 I was gonna say, but he's got to be able to phase through them still. I'd say. Yeah, but, that's but, actually, but but at that point, what would he be able to do to Doomsday? I mean, that's true. I mean, he might be able to help bust out other people. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so um, then just a plane falls out of the sky, right? No. Right. Yes. Yeah. And Superman tries to save it, but it, but it blows an engine, and he has to stop it. Um, uh, he lands it safely on the ground. Has a confrontation with Pete, which is just a heartbreaking scene. My yeah. God, that hurts. That really hurts. Even to the point where like Pete doesn't care. Like he just tries to punch Superman with all his force, and, and he breaks his hand doing it. Like yeah, yeah. Because you, you don't punch Superman. That's the thing. And we end with again this great great final page of, of clark reflecting on his failures yeah. you know <laughs> i i still failed to stop death just as i did with adam grant just as i did today thinking he's basically killed lana and pete's baby yeah um, and uh which brings us to the doomsday wars book three, three. of three uh we we see like what is it like the following Couple like week or something. Yeah, it's uh, like in, in these it's a couple weeks in the flashbacks, where basically it's like they're gonna have to auction off the farm, and that's uh, kind of hopeless. Yeah, yeah. Which takes us to present day once again. I love that full page of Pete just being so pissed at Clark, and Clark's Clark Clark looks so sad just looking down at him. That oh, that hurts. That hurts so much. Um, then. Yeah. Ready for this? 
I'll let you take this. Um, yeah, so, um, well, well, you have, you have Clark doing one very nice, you know, promising Pete that he's going to get his son back, basically. Like, yes. And we cut over to the JLA Watchtower. <sighs> oh. Aquaman's there. Aquaman's there, and, um... Uh, okay. <laughs> look at him. Just okay. fucking look at him. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna give my message to our audience. Hello, audience. Uh, Jacob Blicklater. I'm not a com- I'm I'm not the biggest comics fan. However, however, I am on the Aquaman does not need to be dark, edgy, and depressing to be taken seriously. You can have a bombastic superhero who is a fun character, uh, like like his portrayal in Batman: The Brave and the Bold is great. The few clips of Justice League that I've seen him in. Uh, as in the 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 uh, uh, DC animated universe show. See, what's He's, interesting is is they do '90s Aquaman's design in that, but it's not the same characterization. No, this is just it's the '90s. It's yeah. edgy. He it's... has a harpoon for a hand. <laughs> Fucking harpoon for a hand. Um, yeah, so that that, that I I fully that expect Joey we read some Aquaman solo stuff someday. That's good. I'll, I'll and tell you fun. this. Uh, we'll be doing it sooner than you think. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think Kolu is the planet that Brainiac's from in this continuity. Uh, oh, okay, that sounds right. It says yes. Kolu, the techno planet. That implies that it's from... Yeah. That implies that Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Um, and Jurgens, I will say... It feels like Jurgens wants to do Aquaman as fun, but is also like clearly no. you can't really do that with this design. No, he's I I don't think he's trying to make Aquaman any less edgy here. It's edgy. Oh, I hate it. But but we then cut to uh, Doomsday Doomsday Brainiac on 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 the ship. Um, you know, and it's like right, we're going to take the Ross's baby. And grow a new body. Which is horrifying. It's horrifying. I love it because I love, like, horror. I love horror. So, like, this is right up my alley. Oh, Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, Flash breaks out of his bricks. (laughs) Uh, At which point he's able to break Kyle out, right? Or no, no, he tries to break Kyle. So here's what happens. Kyle, I think, kicks. It looks like Kyle kicks the Flash, right? Because, like... Kyle still got his feet. Like, like, Doomsday Brainiac, you're kind of an idiot if you're, like, letting this man have his feet. Because then he knocks over the flesh, which cracks it enough to allow Wally to break out, which is... I love... It feels very much like here's here's the triumphant music rising when Wally West breaks out of his restraints. See, but then... then, Wait, no, but then Wally's not right. Wait, what's wrong with Wally here? I forget. He, he gets kicked over and he breaks out. Um, and yeah, and, the, and then he's all like evil for some reason. Oh, yeah, for like... Wait, two, why? I forget. Two seconds. And... Wait, then why is he not brought up again? Wait, what? Wait, what the, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What why the is, he, wait, is, he, is he brainwashed here or something? What's going on? So, we're like... Oh, so it's like Doomsday got into his head for like I guess? a second? Um, this idiotic like, human, how dare you interject yourself into my affairs? Even a complete cretin sh- should have realized that I was monitoring this chamber. Okay, so yeah, so he's like, 
He just, he's just taking a red brainiac, I guess. I guess for like two seconds. Um, okay. Um, we whatever. come back to the hospital where you know where Lana's caught up is uh, is caught up with the fact that Doomsday's back. Mm-hmm. I mean, where, uh, where Peace is still going after him. Uh, he crashes into the into the into the Doomsday Brainiac City. Um, yeah, he goes there. He he goes to fight Doomsday. What else is new? <laughs> Some again, great action because it's Dan Jurgens yeah. and Jurgens can yeah. really write action really well. Yeah, um, like there's this great, very nice, of, very nice visual storytelling here. Definitely, um, all building to Pete Ross sneaking on the spaceship like a badass. Um, what a fucking guy! Yeah, like, um. Taking out, uh, taking out one of the Brainiac alien things with a wrench, um, basically, um, as one does, finding his son and saving his son, like a legend, like a legend, um, while Superman teleports Doomsday to the moon. Uh, to hold him temporarily. Oh God, this is where the issue falls apart, isn't it? Yeah, well, I like the conclusion, like with like when we get to the flashbacks again. But uh-huh. but man, so, this is this is really stupid from here. So right, so, so then Brainiac so, is able to separate himself from Doomsday. Doomsday get, gets back into a robot body. Um, but then Doomsday's still around. Doomsday's still around, but is on the moon. Um, yeah, and he's just regular Doomsday at this point. Yeah, the Justice League are freed, so it's it's Doomsday on the moon. Clark pummels him. I love bunch. this bit where Kyle makes the Green Lantern lady to catch Superman. Yeah, I, I genuinely love that bit. Oh. Oh, wait, is this the first time that we've ever had a, an editor's note in one of your comics that you've read? I think so. Okay, um, did you know Did you know of editor's notes yeah, before this? Yeah, okay. I knew editor's notes were a thing. Okay. Um, um, I, they're always, like, just really fun to see. Like, I, I, it's not the case here, but I usually, I really like them, like, in older comics where, um, where it'll be, like, you know, like, oh, here's, we're referring to this event here, a little asterisk where it's, like... This um, one is... You know, see last issue for this or whatever. Um, I think my, my favorite one that I did recently, I was reading some X-Men recently, and, um... And it was uh, the first time that Wolverine uh, joins the X Men in, in the in the Chris Claremont run, and uh, and Wolverine. I don't know if you knew this was was first created in, in the Incredible Hulk title. Um, so so he's for, he first shows up there. And they put this little asterisk by his dialogue. And Marv Wolfman was the editor on X Men at the time, and um, and there's this little note that, uh, that says like, "As faithful readers of the Incredible Hulk will already know." And it was just really funny to me. <laughs> I loved it. Um, um, I love this one where it's like. Through the Martian Manhunter to the JLA communicate in space telepathically. So you just don't have to actually <laughs> like, like like just do anything after that point to, to, to establish how they're talking to each other. Yeah. It's great. Um Aquaman just kind of sits there and watches the fight. <laughs> uh, does look at him. They massacre they ma- I don't want to say they massacred my boy, but they massacred my boy. Like, they do. They it's do. Like, um but I like the actual the idea of the conclusion of setting up four teleporters on the moon and <laughs> splitting Doomsday between the four. It's such a dumb sci-fi idea that I love it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But we deal. With, but that is Doomsday dealt with once again. Um, finally, 
<laughs> and, Finally, uh, for uh, once and for all. And we have some very nice conclusion. Yep. Uh, the kid is safe, which is great. Um, we cut back to the flashbacks where, you know, Ma and Pa Kent are, you know, it's like, you know, Pa Kent is devastated. Ma's like, you know, it'll be fine. They're taking away the house, but it'll be fine. It's like, you reap what you sow. Always remember that, Clark. It's time. Here they come. Clark says vultures, thinking it's going to be people coming just for the auction. And no, it's all of Smallville. Uh, you know, that they're here not donating to Donating their cows. Donating their cows. <laughs> Which is such a great sentence. <laughs> it's, it's such a great Smallville ending. donates their cows. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's the Kents. And, you know, we, we end the story in the hospital with Pete and Lana such a baby nice back together. Oh, I they're love gonna, it. They're going to name him Clark after Clark Kent. Um, and it's just... And that's, that's it? That's that it, it, yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's that nice. Is nice. What a it's, great it, it fills you with the warm fuzzies at the end. Thank, is... fuck, because, thank fuck, because my God, imagine if this had a depressing ending. <laughs> <laughs> if it had a depressing oh, end, I would not like it nearly as much as I do. Yeah. I was even like the flashbacks come around and they and they sort of have a happy ending. That's everything nice. has a happy ending. It all works out in the end. Every wrong yeah. is righted, and that was look 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 at Dan Jurgens, the guy that killed fucking Superman, writing happy shit. <laughs> um, it's nice to see. Uh, nice that to was see. it. Wow, that was officially it, though. Like it, it. I know we it. finished the actual arc last time, but this is it. The, this um, is the end. And it honestly, it feels like an ending. Like, yeah, it's like I I would honestly say like like this is really essential reading for for post death and return of Superman story readers. Um, yeah, I would um, say you really need to read this. Um, you really it's a really it's, really really nice bookend. You can skip the annual. You can skip the annual. You, you could definitely skip the annual, but uh, I mean, unless you're a big Green Lantern fan like me, that's yes. that's about all that's about all that's there for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's, um, uh, shall we, you know, shall we, before we, you know, move on to, to closing, let's, uh, shall we do just a nice little, let's rank the five volumes? Ooh, okay. I mean, I can't imagine they'll, we'll, we'll have them too different. Yeah. Um, I would imagine both our least favorite is, is funeral. funeral for a friend, sadly. Uh, then I would say death. Um, you know what? I'd probably say Death and Doomsday are probably tied in the next position. So I would I would say Doomsday is a little bit better than Death as a volume. Uh, then, I don't know. Honestly, my top two are tied between Rain and Return. Uh, then for it's, me, it's Rain and at the top Return. I loved Return so much. Nice, uh, nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, that was. That That's was, it, and that uh, a, there's there's it's a no adaptive. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Uh, there's no adapted material for this one, um, which I mean, I, I honestly, I would, I would love to see one of these, one of these miniseries adapted somehow, but nobody's done it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can see why. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, uh, but but on, on Death of Superman adaptations, we did mention it briefly, but uh, there is we never mentioned the radio play. Um, so, Super, uh, Superman Doomsday and Beyond is the adaptation of Death and Return of Superman uh, for for audio. I've never heard it. Um, it is again. It is totally not on YouTube to listen to for free. I will um, say, we both we both know of the director who directed and wrote the adaptation. Yes, from, everyone should know Dirk Maggs. Uh, Dirk Maggs. He's Dirk Maggs. He, and so so knowing Dirk Maggs' other work, it's probably great. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. We'll probably listen to it at some point. Didn't um, you say um William Hootkins is Lex Luthor in it? Yes. Fucking yes. Pork- Porkins himself. William Hootkins is Lex Luthor. John Pertwee's in it. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, John Pertwee's in it. Who's he um, play? I, a character I have never heard of. What's, he, what's um, his name? Like John Shri- Pertwee. Yeah, John Pertwee. Who does he play? Uh, hang on. Give me just one one second. Wow. Uh, All right then. Yeah, no, John. John. Oh, that Pertwee. must have been like that must have been like one of his last acting projects, right? That had to be. Well, okay, so so it was made in two thousand in nineteen ninety three. So. Oh, it was made the year it fucking happened. Wow. All right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, uh, it it was it was one of those very very interesting sort of sort of things where. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I guess, I guess it really just go to show like what a cultural phenomenon the the story was, you know? It's, yeah. yeah, and I think it was like the first thing that Mags did with Superman. Um, he plays a character called Schwartz, um, mm. who might just be a sort of a, a composite of like some of the Cadmus people, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Because it also it also apparently adapts like Superman a little bit of the Superman the Man of Steel miniseries, like, and I know it opens with the funeral of lex luther oh, um, okay yeah because huh. they do they do australian lex like Fuck yeah as they should the, it is the as one they should as they australian lex should. luther yes um, yes um all right well i guess that's it uh i guess it is I, finally time yeah it's time it is finally time okay i I'm very confident that you that you already know what episode eleven. I, I have a I have a strong feeling, and it's something you said earlier that might have given it away. I mean, um, I mean, okay. Well, here's the thing: you could probably already guess that it's going to be a continuation of something we've done before. Yes, yes. Okay. Cause, I because you because you know it is a Batman episode. Yes, um, yes. So I, go ahead. What do you think it is? Is it going to be Death of the Family? It is not. It is not. It is not. No, it's Dark Victory. Oh. Yes. Yes, we're yes. doing Dark Victory. Yes, we're was... continuing. We're continuing the first episode uh, oh. where we did Long Halloween. Yeah, we're doing Dark Victory. Oh, oh, so we're doing Robin content, aren't we? We are doing Robin content. Yes, yes, this is oh, it. This is, this is oh, it. This is great. Oh, oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to be back in with yes. Sale and Lobe because I love oh, it's, 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 it's exciting. It's going to be Ooh. really exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I thought we were going to continue the Snyder run. Honestly. No, 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 no. Not for now, at least. Uh, yeah, right now we're doing uh, Dark Victory. Yeah, the continuation of The Long Halloween, which uh, if you haven't heard our episode on that, go listen to The Long Halloween before it the is, next episode. It is our first out. episode, and surprisingly, it holds up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, go listen to it. Uh, there's there's less structure than how we structure. do podcasts now. But uh, but no, it, it's it's there. It's, it's a nice discussion. Um, if nothing else, listen to our thoughts on it before you listen to our Dark Victory episode, because... There's going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, it's be a lot, a lot, same, a lot. Stru- same structure. Um, One more be, issue, be, I think, than than the long uh, Only a zero issue, and it's a special. It's only like ten pages. Oh, okay. So it's not. So it's about the same length. Yeah, it, it's just like a little prologue for it. That's it. Cool. Just cool. just saying, like, oh yeah, this is what's happened between Long Halloween and and now. So that's it. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that is. Super and Doomsday. Uh, if you want to read our next, if you want to read the book, there's an Amazon link in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, if not, just go to YouTube. The link is there. Um, we'll also have a link to our next reading, which is Batman Dark Victory by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. 
Uh, so be sure to go buy that or read the book if you already have it. Uh, give it a reread if you've already read it. It's really good. So it, what, what more excuse do you need? Um, so there's that. Uh, as always, uh, give us a rating and review wherever you're listening to us. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Blood Donut Studios. Would really mean a lot, as always. Um, I guess that about does it. Anything else to plug before we leave? Uh, no, no. All right, uh, cool. Th- well, actually, Excellent. thank you for listening to this five-episode saga. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, I know it's been kind of hard on listenership uh, at times, but uh, but honestly, but, I uh, everyone who's stuck with us, I'm I'm so happy that you have. Yeah, uh, and, I, and, honestly, and, I'm, and I'm glad we did it the way we did. Honestly, um, I'm I'm very happy with it. It was a it was a really rewarding experience to go through this whole arc with you. It was nice. Yes, yes, and I I, I would not have let us just end on right after death. We we could not have yeah. done that. No, no, of course um, not. And uh, I think this is well worth it. So so yeah. All right, I guess until next time, this has been Joey Morgan. And Jacob Licklider. Goodbye. Goodbye.